0: peek speak up, I'm wearing a toe.
3: Smash. Shh, get started. Welcome to Pastor robot Remote, I'm James Chalmers, and with me as always, uh, my great co-hosts, Tina Haritonidis. Hello. And Nicholas Owen. Hello, we've been downgraded from wonderful to mm. great. And I've know-
1: noticed that every time you do that, I always go, hello, like that. <laughs> You sound like Price. No, I sound like the old lady in The Simpsons. Can I come do <laughs> it?
3: Well, I was going to say they're back because the, the last two episodes that we released, episodes 9.5 and 9.5.5. <laughs> um, Not 9.8? No, I don't know what I was doing. And then someone, uh, someone, a listener, was like, why didn't you call this episode trailer trash? I'm like, oh, that would have been really clever, but instead, 9.5. We have
1: listeners commenting. Yeah, like... That's so exciting.
3: Face-to-face. They're also thank emailing you, our Hotmail account, like...
1: Really? i no,
2: just
3: kidding. Oh. <laughs> I haven't checked it. I just wanted to, like, make <laughs> Hotmail sound cool again. Yeah. Hotmail's so cool. <laughs> uh, we're back. And you can tell we're back because... And we've been gone for a while because we're just kind of pandering on the... That's not even a word. What's up, Nick? You are <laughs> no, staring no. at me so intensely. No, I was
0: going to say, they know we're back because they're listening to this.
3: That's, yeah. Yes, you've nailed it. You <laughs> hit that nail square on the head. <laughs> And uh, what a wonderful feeling to be back. It's, it is, and it's great because, <laughs> sorry, I was like trying to like, everybody so didn't like... need any, yeah, uh, that's okay, we'll move on. <laughs> Guys, I don't know if you, want, if you understand this, we're back. <laughs> um, and we've been going- In Pog form. <laughs> it's been a while, so we have quite a few movies to review, like, because we had a bunch of really cool stuff come out. Unfortunately, we did miss the release of Fantastic Beasts, so we won't do a Harry Potter list yet. We might just wait for the next Fantastic Beasts movie or something. We've got a lot of like, set up-
1: well, We could just do it next week.
3: So there we go. I would like. We should keep a topic if we can. Oh, okay.
1: We've
3: got a lot of like kind of lead ups to movies. We've got like the Road to Infinity War to do, which we'll start mm. towards the end of the year. uh the Path of Justice League. I think we might do as well. So there we go. That might be a bit tougher to watch some of those movies. Not for me. Suicide Squad's not great. I don't think I like Man of Steel either. No. going back to Suicide Squad. Like I bought it. Almost
0: on release day, I've yeah. got the, the extended one and I haven't watched it, which probably says something.
3: It's not great. It doesn't look, like, unlike Batman vs. Superman, which is <clears throat> a really fantastic extended cut, which mm. I really enjoy, um, the Suicide Squad one adds basically nothing to it.
1: Can I also just say yes. um, this is going to sound super girly, but I don't know if either of you guys have heard of um there's these two girls on YouTube called The Hillywood Show.
2: No, um, and either. they do no.
1: parodies of like everything basically It's these two sisters uh-huh. um, And they did one of Suicide Squad mm-hmm. And it is amazing okay. Like the production quality is so good It's like spot on um, Because what they do is they do parodies generally to music So this one's to Lady Gaga's Alejandro I think it is mm. No, Judas The Judas, Judas, ah uh-uh. ah no, That one And so song. it's like Joker, uh, Joker, ah uh-uh. ah <laughs> Um, but yeah, like the production value is just amazing. So, um, you should check it out, even if it's just for like 30 seconds. Cause you can't, if you can't stand that song, what are they called? <laughs> um, the, Hilly sisters? the Hillywood show, Hillywood show? Hillywood. there Hillywood.
3: you guys, you got free promotion um, on our Google show. Now promote us. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe the Hillywood sisters can, uh, sponsor <laughs> trial us. Trial yeah. Seven, <laughs> promotion.
3: We, um, yeah. Well, before we get into the reviews, cause there are quite a few things to review, uh, movie TV and more. Um, maybe we could talk about some news that broke in the last two weeks we can't get to talk about yet. And that's that there's a Batgirl movie coming.
1: I didn't know this.
3: I didn't know this There's either. a Batgirl movie coming. Not like that, Joss Whedon's doing it.
1: Oh, cool. It was
3: huge, huge news. It kind of broke the internet if you're into comic books because, as everyone knows, he directed not one but two Avengers films, left Marvel, was like, eh, I'm done with that, I'm probably not going to do comic book movies anymore. And now the guy who created Buffy... Is going to do a comic mm. book movie about a teenage girl who fights crime. Yeah, that's mm.
1: cool. That's really... I, can I just say, I don't think there is any thing that Joss Whedon has done that I haven't liked. I, yeah. I like... Everything that he's Lossies. done. What's
0: his? If you what can you go through? I only know Buffy. And Obviously
1: Buffy, Angel, um, Angel. He's Firefly. also done yeah, oh, I um, so good and Serenity. And he's also he also did um, Doctor Horrible sing along blog,
3: which is wonderful, which is
1: so good. It's like
3: a forty five. It's like a it's, like it's three, like a three
1: short film. It's like three fifteen minutes. minute acts. Mm-hmm. are released
3: like. One part at a time, and it's... Um, Neil amusing- Patrick Harris. Yeah, he plays this villain, Dr. Horrible, and it's like an origin of a supervillain. Mm. Uh, Nathan Fillion plays the superhero, but... He's He's a a jerk. He's not a likeable superhero. Mm -hmm. Uh, Felicia Day is in it. Um,
1: I show it to my, um, when I was teaching English, I was showing it to my English students as um, examples of short stories and like anti-heroes and stuff like that. Mm. It's just so good and it's so funny and the music in it's really good. But even just like the story itself is awesome. Yeah, it's
3: really great. Um, He also did, um, well, he didn't direct, but he wrote and produced Cabin in the Woods. Yep. Which is a great horror film. Uh, plus, he wrote, directed the Avengers films. Oh, so good, yeah. Uh, I mean, I haven't seen everything. I've seen Dollhouse, but apparently that's really good.
1: Yeah, apparently Dollhouse is amazing.
3: Um, but the dude's great. Like, anything that guy touches. And, oh, Midsummer Night's Stream he didn't make remake. Oh, uh, yeah, I
1: really want to watch that. I really want to um, really watch that.
3: I mean, but all you have to do is say Buffy, and that's that's, that's a nerd cred enough. Like, yeah. um, they haven't announced any casting yet. People apparently
1: done... he was a writer for... St- I'm just looking at him, him up on IA. yeah, yeah, hey, yeah he's, he's a writer for Toy Story.
3: Yeah, he's done some crazy stuff. Like, he's great. Uh, he also wrote... Um, the original Buffy movie, but denounced it. Cause he didn't like the way the direction they took with it and stuff. Just
1: to clarify, he didn't do *Midsummer Night's Dream*. He did much to do about nothing. Sorry,
3: that's right. I do apologize. That's right. I was getting my Ms. in my Shakespeare's <laughs> <Yeah>. confused. <laughs> Never do that. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, sh- no word on casting yet, um, but I'm excited, man. Like, it's apparently there's now four Batman movies coming out in one year. Really? Well, it, I pe- guess... people are speculating that like. <laughs> DC are kind of backtracking, because like a lot of their projects aren't working, and a lot of them aren't going forward, like Aquaman's been delayed, Flash hasn't got a writer or a director, they've only got a star, um, Suicide Squad didn't do very well, Man of Steel 2 is still kind of, are they going to make it, are they not going to make it? So in 2019 at this stage, we have The Batman, Batgirl, Nightwing, and Gotham City Sirens, and now they're thinking maybe DC is going to do the Gotham universe, like the Gotham movie universe. And then do their Justice League things as well, like mm. which I don't think is a bad idea because Batman. It's just a shame, though, isn't it? It is, but I think I think they kind of I think they just kind of like to look. We have to see what works and what makes money and what people are interested in, and it is Batman. And like anyone in any kind of universe of those characters, I think really works. But based on a trailer that we'll discuss later, I think they're heading in the right direction with the rest of the universe anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, well
1: that, can I also just is. interrupt for yes. one second? Um, I don't think it's going to be as good as Muffy the Vampire Leia, <laughs> which Joss Whedon is also credited for.
3: <laughs> well, you're right. It's yeah. Be uh, anyway, I just wanted to talk about that news and I'm so glad you guys hadn't heard that. I thought you would have been all over that. No,
1: but... I hadn't heard that at all. You no, kept no. that You kept that under wraps pretty good.
3: I, I definitely told you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did hat. Yeah. Um, I might not have mentioned, mentioned just Sweden, but I'm pretty sure I was like, "Okay, hey, there's a Batgirl movie coming. Um, but that's okay. Um, let's get into some reviews, guys. That's what we do here. We do reviews and we do news. It's my little catchphrase. Nice. Did I you you like it. it? Yeah, I awesome. feel like
1: news should come before. I feel like you should say, we do news and we <coughs> do reviews. Well,
3: I just made it up on the spot. I apologise. Yeah, and
1: I'm giving you um, feedback.
3: Listen, the spot, listen feedback. to the bickering, guys. Listen, Two weeks. No, <laughs>
1: listen to the, summit, the, the, the formative assessment feedback.
3: Okay, well anyway, we're going to review some stuff. Now, before we pass the remote, should we pass the theatre binoculars? And, yes. and review something we saw? Uh, I the the theatre? <laughs> it took me a while to see where this is going. Mm. Yeah, um, so before we get into the movies, because there's plenty to talk about, uh, Tina and I went a couple of weeks ago and saw, finally, after the years and years...
2: Book of Mormon.
3: We went to the Book of Mormon.
0: Yes. Uh I'll take over from here. <laughs> uh, no, I, was it worth the hype? They'll live up to the hype.
1: Ah, now, here's the thing.
0: <laughs> As the greatest musical... Yes.
1: Um, I Yes, in London, the advertising when I was in London was that it is the greatest musical ever. Mm. Like, on the face of the planet ever. I don't think it's the greatest musical ever on the face of the planet. However... It is a fantastic musical. It's really, really good, but I don't think it's the greatest mm. musical that has ever existed.
3: I will say this though, I think it's one of the best live performances I've ever seen. Yes, which is a little bit different, but mm. kind of the same. Like kind of the same, but a little bit different. Like take away, like because the, the the music is great. Like there's not a bad song in it. There's one song in it that's kind of a ballad, and I don't. I will skip on my iPod. I'm like, yeah, look, I don't need to hit that one again. But like the songs are good. But I think it's more than it's not just a musical. Like. It's. I'm trying to think of like a good example. Like I don't know. It's the it's the music doesn't make the show. Like the story is what makes the show. Yeah. Like more than anything else, it is a story that happens to have really good songs in it. Yeah. Um. I was surprised how much I liked it because I went in with high expectations because I love Trey Parker and Matt Stone, love South Park, Team America, everything they've done. Um, and I was just like, "There's no way this musical is gonna as good as everyone says it is," because no one has criticized it not even, not even the Mormons are criticizing it, yeah I mean? like, <laughs> they love it they didn't love they, it as they're they advertising out ads in the, yeah. yeah that's such a good idea so I was just like there's no way the minute like the show starts until like they left the stage just like rictus grin across my face yeah like so much fun so enjoyable kind of, like strangely profound in areas like I was reading interviews with a, like um, some of the American customers they're like you know we do this show and then people come up, up to us and they're like your show pushed us into religion, which is like really weird because mm. it's kind of like, as Matt Stone uh, described it, it's an atheist love letter to religion. Mm. Um, but the, like, it's there's some really like weird, profound things. Like there's this, this one song, um, which is kind of like a Lion King parody, and it's called "Hassa Ibo Way. and I won't I won't translate it because it's very rude. Um, but it's about God and how they don't necessarily like God in Africa. Um, and I didn't notice it in the show, but it wasn't until I was like playing the soundtrack days later. There's a song at the end. Because obviously, like, with that, like, I'm a spoiling thing. Like, oh, yeah, It's yeah. got a happy ending. Mm. Like, mm. all these things do. But there's a line later on, and they say another thing. Yeah. And it, it's another phrase with Iba mm. Wai. Iba means God. And it's thank you, God. Yeah,
1: it translates. And you,
3: I didn't notice that in the show. like, mm, like cause, I did. Because just, I'm just like, laughing constantly mm. and like, smiling. Just, like, so into everything. I didn't notice it. I was like, oh, my God. Like, they literally, like changed the minds of people in this show. Yeah,
1: what's fantastic about the show, it's not it's not a stab in the back of Mormonism it's or not anything like, like that. Fun of it no, yeah. that's exactly right. Like the most <laughs> that it's made fun of, I think, is like there's the scene in Spooky Mormon Hell Dream. Wow. Where Such like you know scene. these these coffee people dressed up as Starbucks coffee cups come out like that's probably the most yeah. that it mm-hmm. really makes fun of Mormonism and like what Mormonism belie- yeah. Mormons believe Mormons believe in. Them and stuff like yeah. that. No, they can't. all of the humor like all um, of the
3: most of the humor comes out of their innocence. Yeah,
1: that's exactly. So it's right. not
3: it's not even them making fun of. Mm. Yeah, they're like, like, like so, this is like, what we believe and like and when it's said out loud it's like oh that does yeah. sound kind of goofy. So but what's one? I the, would argue if you discuss any major religion if you're deep enough. Like all of them have something that's a little bit goofy in there because that's that's what it is. Like it's morality tales. But um,
1: what's wonderful is that yeah, at the end of the show. It's not a case of like um, you know, that the Mormons go, Oh my god, you know, God doesn't exist or or, you know, it, it it doesn't have some sort of negative revelation. What it what it talks about is that the community bonds together mm-hmm. um and they and they not necessarily like, you know, believe in God, but they believe in each other and they mm-hmm. support each other. Yeah. And that's <clears throat> really if you think about it, that's what God's message is. Yeah. In all religions. It's all about, you know, helping thy brother and all that sort of stuff like that and and support thy neighbor and everything and i don't want to
3: talk too much about plot because if you haven't seen it like get it like get the cheap seats they're still 80 bucks but seriously get a cheap seat 80 bucks go and enjoy like two hours of magic like i'm not even like i'm not even like we want to go see it we're gonna see it at least one more time but it might be more than that like because we're gonna try and see it on our honeymoon if we go away on our honeymoon Mm -hmm. um and we'll probably see it at some point again this year. It's it's fantastic. I've got nothing... I criticise it, really. Like, I don't have any problems with it.
1: My only criticism of it...
3: This is is that good.
1: at times it's, see, the story seems a little naive in terms of, like, its simplicity.
2: Yeah. Sort
1: of thing like that. You know, you look at something like um, uh, Jersey Boys or you look at something like Wicked. <clears throat> the story is really quite complex Yeah. sort of thing. I think... Yeah in a story like the Book of Mormon, there's nowhere to hide. Um, and so because the plot, in a way, is almost so simple, it really does rely on the mu- on the comedy and the mm. musical numbers and all that sort of stuff yeah. like that. So that's where you sort of like, when you weigh up your scales of what's better this or that or whatever, you sort of go, well, you know, the story isn't, um, you know, that... That, not amazing, because the story's still good, but it's n- it's nothing profoundly different.
3: Yeah. You but know, I you can kind of
1: s- expect what's going to happen. But I would also
3: say, there are different things that I didn't expect to happen. Like, even, like, the ending, which I won't spoil for you. Like, certain things, like, um, I just expect coming. But I think the thing about it is, as well, is that you're trying to make a musical... About religion—that's going to appeal to a broad audience. Yeah, absolutely. And it's coming from the guys who made South Park, yeah. who are expected to tear mm. it apart. Mm. And I think that's why it's maybe—I wouldn't say it's simple. I think there's a lot of complex ideas in there, and there's a lot going on, um, even if it's you know not like insanely choreographed late Miz numbers. No, I stuff. don't mean but like that. No, I no, mean I in general
1: <clears> sense, you know, like the two guys go to somewhere. They do something, and then they come, like, and that's it. But so I think like, in, in terms of that, in terms of the essence, yeah. in terms of the skeleton mm. of, like, what happens sort of thing. Do you know what I
3: mean? Yeah, I mean, I guess, but again, I don't see that as necessarily a drawback or an issue. Or no,
1: like... I'm just saying that, like, because of that, because of that simplicity, it yeah. does then rely a lot on um the the humor and Mm. and the music and all that sort of stuff like that which isn't a bad thing Mm. but you know don't go into it expecting that you're going to be watching some you know deep and meaningful you know Mm. profound conversation about religion sort of thing like that which i don't think anyone would but you know or maybe except your dad i don't
0: think so um no so and I was going to ask you <clears throat> also. My really only exposure to those guys is obviously South Park and mm-hmm. um, basketball, like mm. basketball, basketball. No, <laughs> i Um And so that humor is obviously like it's very crass and yeah. the kind of thing like that.
3: There are. Oh, sorry, sorry, going you ask. No, was
0: so I was just going to say, how does this does this differ? Or is it like, oh yeah, you can really tell it's these guys. There
3: are some bits that are very obvious, like that. It kind of, especially Trey Parker, um, because they're like certain inflections in songs like there's a song called man up and it's all about you know kind of he has to i mean it's kind of self-explanatory. he has to kind of step up and do the right thing um and it's kind of sung in that trey parker way like if you ever listen to any of the songs that he sings um it's a really kind of like gruff grunt like man up like yeah. um but then i would say it definitely departs from what you would expect from them in as much as like i think it's very human and very relatable in, in areas and stuff as well and it's very sweet, which mm. you don't necessarily get in South Park. Mm. Like, you do sometimes. Like there was that episode like where Kenny died and that's very kind of sweet and modern. I think it was like they won an Emmy or whatever. Like it's really wonderful storytelling. And they're great storytellers, but it's very relatable. And not necessarily I'm not, I'm not saying mainstream. Like there's definitely stuff in there that like people won't like. Mm. Um, but it's I actually think like for them it's kind of I'm trying to think of the right word. Like, not advanced storytelling, um, because it is kind of a simple story, but I think it's just... They could have gone in and done the same thing they do all the time, and they didn't. Mm-hmm. They they pushed themselves as much as, like, you know, we're going to be a little bit more... Like, it, I think the quote says is the best. Like, it's an atheist, it's a love letter to religion. Like, it is. It's just not a love letter that you would necessarily expect from yeah. a rational... Like, from a normal person. Yeah. Like, um, so it is different, but there are definitely, like, elements where you just like, this feels like... Because there's still
1: there's still crassness oh, very crass, obviously yeah. like obviously but the humor I, I'd say that the humor is about 5050 in terms mm. of like rude humor and then innocent humor yeah. so like you get all of your innocent humor from the Mormons and you get all your crass humor from the um, Africans, Africans yeah. mm. sort of thing like that and so that's how it sort of like weighs up 50 50 and there's definitely references to things that are quite shocking yeah. and it uses that shock value to make you laugh mm, basically. Yeah. But I found some of the funniest stuff wasn't necessarily the shocking stuff. It was all the stuff with um, Elder Cunningham because he's like this massive nerd who never had any friends, and And he's not a good Mormon either. Like he's
3: never read the book and stuff like that
1: sort of thing. Um, And um, you know, he now he's he's partnered up with this guy, so he's like he has to be my friend. Like we we have to be best friends now. And so there's just like this song that he sings. Um, and he's like, hey, best friend, and all this kind of, and like, it just makes you go, that character is really, like, I love that character. Yeah. That's a Especially really good Especially by that guy, because we've heard, yeah, like... Yeah, he delivered it so well. And we
3: should talk about, like, the, the, the performers in the show, like, in the in the Melbourne production are top-notch, like, mm. everyone is great. Um, and like, cause we do have the soundtrack, but it's the American cast recording, so it's Josh Gad, um, who people would know from Beauty and the Beast, from Frozen, um... A couple other things as well um and he has a very kind of tha- theatrical voice so it sounds like he's just like oh, i'm a theater guy singing theater and yeah. he's great but this guy like brought character to it like he's really wonderful i see you've got a a program a program, yeah. A program yeah i'm
1: just trying to find the guy our guy
0: yeah i think it's so is this a specific melbourne program yeah, there he is
1: so his name is AJ Holmes, the guy who did Elder Cunningham. And he was also involved in Star Kid production. So he did a very potter musical, Me, and My Dick, and Twisted, as well. Um, like which Dick if you, and I? no, I like, it's really good. Yeah. It's really, really good. All and those. obviously, very potter musical's amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I kind of feel like Josh Gad. he did the nerdy character and he like nerd like stereotypical nerdy character, he did it well. Yep, that was good. But this guy, you can tell. That from the moment he opens his mouth and he says one line, you get an absolute idea of the kind of childhood that this kid had. Mm. Because, I don't know, maybe I see it because I'm a teacher, but I very much see that social... There's the stereotypical social awkwardness, and then there's actual social yeah. awkwardness. No, I would agree. Sort of like, like I, I and think he it's delivers that like really, really well. Like, he does the whole like, yeah, good
2: yeah. friend. Yeah, like, <laughs> like
3: Josh Gad. Like, I think he he delivers it. Like, he he executes what you would expect, but this guy elevates. Like, yeah, he, this guy. He, really he takes the material and like, like, is I, I, like,
1: like I when I saw him, I was like, yep, that's that's my students. Mm. That's this student. I absolutely totally relate to this guy.
3: Sorry, I'm just flicking through this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it does. It looks funny. Yeah, um. it's definitely worth going. And also, like in terms of production value, like it's very minimalistic. Like, they don't have like big, like gorgeous sets and stuff. I don't
1: think it's necessarily minimalistic. What it is is subtle. It's yeah. not um, something that you. It's like like when you see when you see the set production for Matilda there's no escaping that mm. you know it's these giant letters and the colors are really bright there's a lot of purples and greens yeah. and blues and stuff like that and the whole time you're watching it you're just like, this is the set that I'm looking at, and you're aware of that whereas this it's not necessarily like simple or minimalistic or there's not a lot of it it's just it's really subtle and it plays into the scene so seamlessly that you're not paying attention to the fact that you're actually looking at a set Mm -hmm. and so like around it they have this frame and the frame changes colors throughout the performance to reflect like where they are and stuff like that and you don't notice that when you're watching the show because it's so seamless. And then it's not until you go through the book where you go, oh, that was because it represented Africa and that's because it represented Salt Lake City and all that sort of stuff like that. So, you know, it's really, really well done in terms of set because the set really can, like, make or break a show. Um, So it was like,
0: top-notch in all facets, not just, like... Yeah,
1: yeah. Absolutely.
3: Um, that's cool. Actually, and like I just to address you. I just remember something else because you were like, "Can you tell us like the South Park guys?" The one sequence that definitely is them, and there's a hell sequence, and like it's so like South Park. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. Um, and I, like that, that's that's probably one of my favorite songs in the soundtrack. Like, it's... if you're
1: going, to all I'm going to say is keep an eye out for Hitler because that's the best bit. Oh really? Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, yeah, definitely go see it. Like. We're gonna see it at least once more, but potentially mm. more than once. Do you know more. how long
0: it's run? Because eighty dollars is quite rich for someone who doesn't really get into musicals. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. Is it, it, is it going to be around so long that you can we've got to find cheaper tickets? Or? Uh, I don't. I think know. it's a limited I think run.
1: It is. It is going to be a limited run, but I definitely think it's going to. I don't think it's going to finish early like a lot of shows have, like Legally Blonde finished early oh, and, yeah. and all that sort of stuff like that. So I think it's going to do its run. It might even stay longer because they might have more of a demand for it because this is the first and pretty much only time it's coming to Australia. Yeah. It's almost permanent. It's almost pretty much permanent fixture in Broadway and West End. hmm um, so you could always go see it when you're in America. Yeah, go well. see it when And you, you know, New York. know what? Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a hell of a lot cheaper. Yeah, they're
2: probably just
0: than giving it to us. Yeah.
1: Yep. Because if you go to the UK, it's like twenty pounds.
0: Oh my god. Yep. Yeah. I'm to be go in, see to, I'm to be see in pretty
1: much any musical.
0: Oh, are you sort of thing.
3: Yeah.
1: Oh, nice. well, there you go. You go see it at the West End. Yeah,
0: I'll be in London for so long yeah. that I'll need something to do. Yeah, reasons.
1: that's exactly right.
3: Going very nicely. Yeah, yeah. Um, so how many magical AIDS frogs would you rate out of ten?
1: Um, <laughs> I'm going to give it
3: That's a no scratch for those
0: who picked that up. (laughs)
1: Um, I can't decide between a nine point five and a ten. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with
0: nine point eight. Whoa!
1: I'm gonna go with nine point eight frogs. Out of ten. Out of ten, because only because I don't think I've seen the best musical in the world yet.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: But that comes close. Do you think you know, it's still If, yet if, if to be the made? advertising, sorry.
0: Seems unlikely that it's still yet to be made, though.
1: Yeah, I know. Um, well, well, I haven't seen I haven't, like... seen. I haven't seen like every single musical mm-hmm. either. Like, there's a lot of old classics ones that I don't like. Annie, pff, not watching paint that. Paint your wagon, paint your wagon, <laughs> or anything. But only because it's been advertised as the greatest musical ever. Oh, Annie's not good. Sort of thing like that. So that's why I'm like, well, it's not the greatest musical ever, but it's very, very, very good.
3: Um, I'm not rating it just as a musical, just as a show in general and I'm giving it a ten. I loved it. That's, like I listened to the soundtrack every day since we've been like one hundred out of one hundred easy. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. What It's it that's, might it might be the best thing those guys have done. Really? Yeah. Like,
1: yeah, I agree with that.
3: Like, I like South Park a lot, but like there are definitely episodes where I could skip and like there are definitely week seasons, like I think like between And after 10 and, a while between ten like, to four like I think ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen mm. kind of a and bit, after you yeah. watch a
1: couple of episodes of South Park, it starts to get a bit same-same.
3: Yeah, I mean, I must say, I'm Actually, not a massive like... fan, but, you know. Um, and I like Team America, but I don't think it's like their best movie. I, I love basketball as well, but I think this is the best thing they've done. Um, and I love everything they do, so, mm. yeah, a 10. Guys, let's put down the pamphlets and get into movies. Let's, no more programs and theatre, let's do what we came here to talk about. mm we have so many movies to review. Nick, I'm going to let you go first, simply because you didn't really get to input all that much in that last one. No, that's okay. I enjoyed it, though,
0: because I was very curious, because this is the, like, I've never heard a musical with this much buzz yeah. uh, before, and so it was
3: interesting to actually hear firsthand what it was like. You know what we should do? We should get my dad to review it. <gasps> we definitely should get my dad to yeah, review yeah,
2: it. He just Did he enjoy it? All the... He liked
3: bits of it. Like, my dad doesn't like crass humour at all, and I don't think he knew it was the South Park guys. So he was oh, just okay. like, oh, it's a popular musical. Mm-hmm. And, like, we were, like, all placing bets. Like, we were, like, like, hell until he gets offended, like, in this show. Yeah. And we were, like, one song, two songs, whatever. And it was, like, four songs. So, the first four, four songs...
1: Because the first four songs were all innocent songs. Yeah.
3: And, like, the first song in Africa is, like, so obscene. like it's <laughs> Yeah. Nuts. Um, but he did, like... I think he liked all the Mormon stuff. I think, the Afri- like, the African songs and, like... Because they're all kind of, like... They're all swearing and doing horrible things and stuff, so... It's tough to, to like this, in if you don't like blue language and whatnot. Well,
1: yeah, yeah. even at one, because I was sitting next to Graham in the first half, and um, there was one point where somebody says, "Ah, oh, shit," and he just goes.
3: <sighs> and I think it's just because at that point you've heard so much. like yeah. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like they use, they only use it in one song really, but the c word is used so much in that one song. We are just like, oh, I wasn't expecting this. Yeah.
1: And it's like click, click. There's also yeah. like click, yeah. Clip,
3: yeah. It it's like, it's pretty intense. If you're not into swearing, maybe give. No, you know what? Even if you're into swearing, don't give it a miss. Like because mm. it's your so...
1: sister did not like it. I
3: don't think she did. We'll have to like we we'll have no, to get it. She, get her well. We We'll get my whole reviewed. family coming mm. to like review this. To be honest. You're on, on record now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Hit us with a movie, man. Okay. So. Hit us with a tape.
0: I'll give you a double helping of like trash comedy. Sure. So the first one is Why Him starting with Bryan Cranston line, yeah. and
3: James Franco. I did not like the trailers of it, but I do have uh, an iTunes download. I
1: felt like it was basically Cuckoo. The show oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. You know what? It
0: basically is. Yeah. Um, I like that show. The first season, anyway. Mm. I won't spoil anything. I mean, it's kind of worth a watch. You know what it is? It's a mm. movie to watch when you're, like, tired and yeah. you don't want anything that you're actually going to have to think yeah. about. It's mm. real simple. So, um, Bryan Cranston's just this... Businessman. I think he's in the printing business, so he's in like a dying, yeah, um, business. And uh, kind of. <laughs> and uh, and his daughter lives out in LA, and she started dating James Franco. Uh, and he's like some really rich new tech mogul, so mm. he's pretty much the opposite of uh, of them because their family's yeah. in the printing. And so yeah, they go out there to stay, and he's got this really high tech house, which they don't get along with. There's one really funny scene where the toilet. That doesn't have any toilet paper it's a digital Mm. thing which Ah. sprays up and stuff. you can't get it to work so the guys like help us like come in and sort (laughs) out while he's just sitting on the toilet so that was funny um but having said that it's a rom-com so i'm (laughs) getting you can guess yeah how it ends like there's an argument Mm. three quarters of the way through Mm -hmm. and then obviously the you know, you'd expect the ending to happen. Today. I'm
3: guessing that like the arguments between like the daughter and the dad and he has to, mea culpa, mea culpa. Like... <laughs> yeah. Uh, it... Do you like that Latin I brought in? Yeah, it was sweet. Some class. What's that? And, like, I'm sorry. Like, forgive me. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> um, it,
1: it is classy because I didn't know it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, sorry. I lost my train of thought. All this Latin's thrown in. Yeah, so like... Three quarters in. Three... Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. So, you know, you, you can guess what happens There, Everyone ends up, it's a you know happy ending and stuff. Mm-hmm. And... So the story's not that satisfying, and neither are the, like, sometimes movies like that it can still be funny because, like, mm. of the slapstick jokes yeah. and stuff like that, mm. and they're not enough,
3: so, I mean. Yeah, a perfect example of that would be something like Mike and Dave Need Wedding so, like, yeah. in like, I went in knowing what it was going to be, but I really enjoyed it, like, that's a totally fun movie, like, mm. it helps that the cast is excellent, but, like, mm. um, yeah, go see that one.
0: Yeah, so uh, <laughs> this one, as I said, like definitely not essential viewing. Mm. Uh, but you know, if you just want some cheap comedy, it's pretty mm-hmm. good for that. So mm. I give it, I give it like six out of ten.
1: Okay, yeah. that's
0: possible. A comedy mm. six. A comedy six, six, which is different from like a drama six. Six.
1: six um, what though? Six non-six self-cleaning toilets, self-flushing <laughs> toilets,
0: or whatever. Six. They are. Uh, art display tanks of a bear in bear urine nice <laughs> so that'll make sense Also, oh, yeah. I think it's a deer, but yeah, whatever uh, and the other one was Office Christmas Party I've seen this uh, oh that's awesome okay so maybe we'll do a joint review but um, I was expecting maybe like an adult version of Project X
3: I like Project X I, I love, love that,
0: that. and I, I don't mean adult as in adult themed but mm-hmm. as in that was kids having a party. Yeah. This is like a... The same way Sisters yeah. is American Pie with four-year-olds. Mm.
3: Mm. I love Sisters as well. Actually, It's <laughs> a great movie.
0: Um, and that never really hit great heights for me either. I thought it was shaping up to be really good, and I like mm. the cast.
3: It's, yeah, it's not good. Um, but I think I it sounds like I enjoyed it a bit more than you then. There's, like, there's some things in it. I, like. I really like TJ Miller. Like, I'm a huge fan of Silicon Valley, and if no one's seen that show, watch it. It's genius. Um... But yeah, and I, 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 I like everyone in that as well. Like I like Jason Bateman. I like Olivia Munn. Um, I think everyone's trying. It's just, it's very. No coo- one's
1: succeeding. It's, it's
3: very cookie cutter. I like at one. Very let down by the plot. Plot's not good, and like one, and like you can see every joke coming. Like, um, at the start when he mentions like, in Fast and the Furious they like could jump over the bridge. I'm like, well, I know what the finale is. Yeah. Like you can just mm. tell certain yeah. things. Like, um, I... I wasn't a fan of. The woman gangster really. Yeah,
0: I was just about to say the pimp storyline did nothing for
3: me. Uh, I wasn't a fan of the woman who's like Carol, like you know the Uber driver. She's like, yeah, that's an old woman's name. Yeah. Like,
0: what? Well, like, why was that shtick in there? She's pretty much doing like a bit. Yeah, <laughs> like movie. is
3: she like is she popular for doing this? Like on something that I don't know. Like I don't, mm. I don't know. Um, and what's her name? Kate McKinnon. Like she's fine. Like she she had the best line in the movie. Right at the end when she's just like, so shall I like, text you the insurance form. You know <laughs> what I mean? Uh, like, there, like there's some laughs in that. Again, like everyone's trying. It's just, it's a very weak plot. And like, it, it, it's ex- like you near know it is? Like, they're like we need to get a comedy out for Christmas. Let's do a yeah. Christmas theme comedy. But there's nothing out this year. Like every year's Christmas. Like let's just do it quickly. We'll get it out there. Um, but, um, but what an under sort of
0: fleshed out storyline the love story was. I mean, yeah. they were potentially the two main characters, um, mm. Jason Bateman and Olivia Munn. And they were clearly like the on-screen couple that we're going to be getting together.
3: Mm.
0: And there was just no time. They had this backstory that we it was fleshed flesh out with like one line. Yeah. And I would actually
3: argue those two. Like, we
1: had a history. Yeah, it was
0: yeah. just like, you know, because like, he's rec- oh, not. Re- he's been divorced for a year or something like that. Mm. And he like apparently waited too long to ask her out or something
3: like oh, that.
2: Okay, she, yeah. I, yeah. know,
3: I just, would say like those two actors in particular, I find it consistently underwritten for, like Olivia Munn, I a couple of things. She's in X Men Apocalypse, which I actually really like. You know, it's not the best <laughs> section, but I enjoy it. But like, her character gets nothing to do, and she's one of the coolest characters in the X Men universe. Is like, give her stuff to do. Like, mm. and Jason Bateman, like with the exception of like Arrested Development, very rarely have I seen a movie. I'm like, ah, oh, like he really got stuff to do in this. Like, Hancock, which I know is mm. a really old film at this point, but I'm like, like you've got Jason Bateman. Yeah. Do you know what I mean like this guy is so funny? You're the, he's the Teen Wolf too. Like. Give him stuff to do. Like it's it's one of those, yeah. I don't know. I feel like he's now almost you get him in to
0: be Jason Bateman. Mm. You know, like it's like yeah. this is his product. Yeah, you insert that into a film. It's not like we'll, we'll get him because he can play all these yeah. different characters. You know, I didn't
3: mind him in Central Intelligence. I watched that on the plane, and that's okay. Like, is it's, that
1: the one with Melissa McCarthy?
3: No, Central no. Intelligence is with The Rock and Kevin Hart. oh okay. Um, and it's not like it's not like a, a brilliant film, but it's fun. But, like, they brought Jason Bateman in for just, like, a very short scene. And he plays, like, a villain. Like, mm. and I've never seen him do that before. He's always kind of, like, the oh shucks nice guy yeah. the charlie brown character and stuff. And in this, you would see him, like, be a real jerk and stuff. And I really dug it. So, it's just a matter of, like, guys, if you're going to put someone this talented in a role, give them stuff to do. Or let them do their own thing. Let them, let them ad live and stuff. Let them play around. I felt like for a film that he's basically carrying, he's, like, so uninteresting in mm. that movie. Like, Yeah. Um, so it's, it's fine, but like, yeah, I would it's one of those ones you can kind of put on if you're just kind of sleepy or whatever. Like. Yeah. All right. So what can we rate? How like... many
1: crappy paper mm. Christmas hats? How
3: many, what about mm. how many, um, eggnog lujas? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> okay.
0: So that was this, that was like, just like a crass bit of humor. So there's like a eggnog, this ice. Sculpture which dispenses eggnog Oh
1: okay yeah You can
0: probably guess where a white creamy substance comes out <laughs> oh, of Oh yeah yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's like they like come on do the luge or whatever mm-hmm. So he has to like Put this like ice dick in his mouth <laughs> yeah. And there's like stuff
3: coming out of it yeah. So yeah that was pretty funny
0: And I would give that I'm going to say five and a half
3: I'd give it a five Like it's not good it's not bad It's like it's, to- it's watchable Yeah But it wouldn't be like on my priority list Yeah even though it was because I didn't did watch it for other things. <laughs> yeah. I think I watched that before Shawshank Redemption. Again, so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, you've, you've recently saw that for the
3: first time. Uh, a few months ago now, yeah.
1: I haven't seen it at all. I all really right. want yeah, to. We'll, we'll
2: watch, really it. Like, really it's, watch it. Really,
3: really want When I watched it, Tina came home and I told her, and she's like, yeah, you liked it. I'm like, I was like, if you want to watch it right now, I could watch it again mm. straight away. Like, Believe the hype is what I would say about that. Yeah. It is the Book of Mormon of prison films. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> is the Book of Mormon the... Uh... <laughs> Shawshank Redemption of uh, of musicals.
3: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. All right, well, I've
0: got another one, but Please. it's a serious one, so I might flick to you guys, especially if there's something Tina's seen because
3: you've been... Uh, well, well. But Tina and I have gone and seen a couple of, of the last few weeks, so let's go with something fun. Uh, we went to Lego Batman.
1: Yeah.
3: The Lego Batman movie. It was
1: so funny. Mm-hmm. It was really, really good. I loved, like, right from the beginning... Um, this is going to sound so stupid, but my one of my favourite parts of the movie was all the um, production company credits start yeah. because Will Arnett does a voiceover and he's like, Warner what's a Bros. And then he's like, um, I don't know, like, Skeleton Key. Why is it a skeleton? That's really weird. <laughs> yeah. And all this kind of... It's just really funny. I think Will Arnett is like the perfect voice for Batman. Mm. This dude like, is someone who's so good. ...is
3: all over the place, like working constantly... And I would still say not working enough. Like, yeah. he's the voice of Bojack Horseman. He's like in that Flate show. Yeah, he's um, got his own show, doesn't he? He's got a mm. bunch of shows. Like they did um, for April Fools. They did like the Will Arnett live show, whatever. And he's just like walking around the office, like commenting on <laughs> things. It's like it's a printer. It prints. <laughs> like stuff like that. But like,
1: his voice is amazing.
3: He's great.
0: Like, you know what? He's never had though. He's never had like the the thing that's like shot him to superstardom.
3: No. Yeah. You know, like. Mm. But do you know what? I don't think. He ne- but
1: I don't think. He, yeah, I don't think he needs I it. I think
3: he's a character actor, mm. and that's. That's fine. Like, you don't need... Like, not everyone can be a leading man. And even though he is the lead in this, it's it's leading right into that character. Like, Job is one of the funniest characters on Arrested Development. Yeah. But it's not the Job story. Mm-hmm. But because of the work he does, the heavy lifting of just being, like, the kind of ridiculous brother, like, you remember him so so well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is a pretty great Like The first 15, 20 minutes is one of the strongest openings to a film I've ever mm-hmm. seen. Like
1: It did sort of, like, dip in the middle... Yeah, definitely. Um, in terms of like concentration and story, um, but it definitely like made it back. I feel.
3: Yeah, I would say it's probably not my favorite Batman story. Um, just because, like, like, I thought like the like because the Joker is the main villain, and I wasn't a huge fan of his plotline and stuff. Like, I see why they did, and they've done it in the comics and stuff before. Mm. I just wasn't a huge fan of that. I. To me, I would have, I was expecting, like, you know, like the Lego movie. Like the Lego movie is such, on such a big scale, like, which is funny because it's about, like, miniature toys and stuff, but like, <laughs> it's such a big movie. And, mm. like, even though I would say the first 10 minutes of the Lego movie is probably the weakest part of the film, like, once it gets going, it doesn't stop and it's kind of relentless in, like, its jokes and its fun.
1: I like but, this better than the Lego movie.
3: I don't know if I do. Mm. Um, but I did like lots of things. Um,. Uh, I liked the amount of villains they brought into it. Like that was kind of cool. Um, I was kind of bummed that they brought in the Justice League as a cameo, but then never kind of went back to them. Like, and I know it's the Batman movie, not the Justice League Lego movie. But I felt like you know we could have definitely, you know, I love Batman, but I also love Green Lantern and Flash and yeah. Wonder Woman. Like you put them in there, but again, like their role in the film dictates very much why you don't see them. Like there's a reason yeah. why they're not in the rest of the film, but. Um, I would have liked maybe a little bit more. But that's just me kind of nitpicking. It's really, really fun. Um, I think the ending is pretty good. I'm trying to, think, I'm trying to remember how to end it now. It was like a week and a half ago, two weeks ago now, so I've seen a lot of movies since then. Um, but yeah, like all in all, like, it's super fun, Like totally rewatchable. Do you have anything else you want to say about it?
1: Yes. yeah. What? You're just like hijacking me. I'm
3: sorry. Go. I, I'm, it's I my show. I, yeah,
1: I don't know what I want to say now because you just like you say it all. Um. Yeah. No. I. I really, really. I really liked it. Yeah. There was just that bit in the middle where it sort of like dips in terms of like your concentration. So obviously, then I think it's a bit long for a kids yeah, I about movie. Yeah, was that say
0: is that because it's yeah. too
1: long? Um. You know, the the kids I would feel would be a little bit sort of like, you know, losing their concentration there a bit. Um, I didn't mind the storyline between Batman and the Joker, um, but however, I'm not a connoisseur of Batman mm-hmm. like James is. Um, but yeah. I just thought it was—I just thought it was really cute and really funny. I would have liked to see a bit more Harley Quinn
2: mm. um, yeah. and a
1: little bit more of like the really obscure Batman ca- characters. So they had—they—they they mentioned all of them, but then that was it. So like, it would have been good to see. You know, polka dot man, yeah. throw polka dots out and be no, like that and be like, "What's this? This is stupid." Yeah, sort of thing like that, and then calendar man be like, "Well, I changed the date or something."
0: <laughs> Still, like in my opinion, the lamest superhero. Yeah, like calendar
1: man. Um, I don't know. Polka dot man's pretty lame <laughs> as Condiment well. Condiment king. Condiment king. Yeah. I can't believe that's actually a real thing. Um,
3: I would say
0: the cast is crazy. So yeah, the drums. It's yeah. A really good wow.
3: Cast. Um, I would say that. I think. I think this is what my problem is. I know it's a satire and it's a parody and stuff, but I think they're kind of, the the Batman character they've set up worked really well in the Lego movie because he's a supporting character. Like, mm. he can be obnoxious and silly and kind of, like, and ridiculous because he's not your main hero. He's just kind of there to kind of, like, help out or whatever. I think it's a lot harder when that's the shtick for the entire film. Like, after a while, it's kind of like, yeah, but, like, I don't know, like...
1: I didn't struggle with that at all. I don't
3: know. I did. I think that's my, my biggest problem with it. It's not even because I'm like Batman wouldn't be like that. He wouldn't. But that's beside the point. And like, I just think it's. I found it very hard to like Batman in the movie as well. Because he is so kind of obnoxious and I
1: didn't have that yeah. problem at all. That's
3: okay. I, I yeah. think I'm in. the... I, no, no,
1: that's okay. Like it's no, yeah, like
3: I think I'm in the minority. Like I don't think like everyone feels that way. I think I'm one of the few people. I still really enjoy it. And again, like that opening twenty minutes, so good. Like mm. I can forgive a few of the little kind of like character flaws and stuff. It's still great. Michael Cera is excellent. Like oh, yeah, Ralph Fiennes great. is great. But one thing that's really surprising because he plays Alfred. Um, Voldemort's in this movie and he doesn't play Voldemort. Yeah, he doesn't I mean. play Voldemort. Why did he play Voldemort? Yeah. Um, um, it's got Kate Michucci in it. Yeah,
0: with, uh, Garfunkel and Oats. I've thought she looks like an alien for the longest time. <laughs> she's like a very odd looking person.
1: Yeah, she's an odd, odd features. Mm. And it's haircut as well.
0: And, and she goes. She reminds me of that dude who's in. Not in a. Not like she looks like a dude, but she's got the same That's weird type of features. Nah, like. um. He's in a bunch of movies that you'll see, but famously, like... Um, what's that one that uh, Sandra Bullock won the... Raspberry- Aaron Jacob
3: no. no, All That Steve. All That
0: Steve. Okay, so I'm just... I need the name of that so I can find him, who I'm talking about.
3: Which you've seen. I haven't seen, but you have it's watched. It's
0: a terrible, terrible film.
3: I think one day... This
0: guy, DJ... Uh, DJ Qualls? Yeah. He's also... He's in Road Trip. Like a human alien looking person. <laughs> yeah.
3: Just like weird features. He looks
1: features. like Tom... Tom... Is it Tom Waits from Radiohead? Uh, Tom York? Tom York, yeah. He looks like Tom York mm. from
0: Radiohead. Yeah. So that's my comment on two alien looking yep. at <laughs> And back to the review.
3: <laughs> uh, I don't know if I have anything else to say.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's pretty much it. How many Batarangs are you going to give it?
3: Um, oh, nice. I'm going to do my first, like, point. Uh, yeah, uh, get on board, man. Uh, I'll give it a 7.5. 7.5. 7. Okay. I, like it was the highest it's i think it still is the highest rated batman film of all time and like as a batman film like, eh, like it's not like it's, yeah, it, yeah, it's, yeah. it's but as like a, like even as like a lego film, I still think the lego movie is better and I think mm-hmm. it's just because and maybe like maybe I'm going crazy when there's like this there's too much batman stuff in there maybe like yeah. I don't know if I need a whole lego but ba- I, I don't know because I really did enjoy it but I felt like it was very one you know what? it was one note that's what it is it doesn't like. I feel like the Lego movie had a little bit more going on it. Like, had a little bit more kind of emotional stuff going on there. Um, a little bit more kind of fun. Like, I think it just... As a... I'm trying to find out... I think it just, like, it's just broader. I think there's a lot more going on mm-hmm. in the Lego movie. And because of the themes of the Batman. See
1: mm um, finish what you I was say because
3: of the things about. it I think it's a little bit more a little bit more narrowly focused, and that's all
1: no see I think I think it has an extensive amount of emotional stuff in it because it's the first Batman movie that I've seen where we actually get to look at the emotional toll of growing up as an orphan mm-hmm. has on Batman you mm. know all the times that he's looking at the photo of his parents and he's like, and you know the fact that he can't. The reason he doesn't get close to anybody is because he doesn't want to lose them. And then he gets close to these people and he gets scared about losing them. And so then, you know, he. whenever we see a Batman movie, if you see a Christopher Nolan Batman movie, it's always like... Where is she? Yeah, and yeah. Just Where like, is
2: that sugar? You know, it's, it's
1: literally just like the violence yeah. and then he comes back and then Alfred's like, what you do, what you do is yeah. you do this, right? And then Batman's like, okay, yeah, Alfred. It's Dark a like,
2: one-man show. Yeah. Sort of thing.
1: Whereas like this one I feel like is the first Batman movie that actually like you have Batman standing there looking at the photo of his parents and like you know give, you know thinking about when he was a kid and all that mm. sort of and the emotional toll you get batman standing in front of the microwave being all like you know presenting himself as being all awesome but really he's just waiting for his food to reheat and he's got no one in the mm. house he's yeah. all by himself yeah. sort of thing like that and he puts on that fake facade so i think it's actually a lot more emotionally um, oh, no, i definitely think driven. It, i
3: think it is emotionally driven i just think I don't know.
1: Especially for kids. Like, that's a really good... I think that's a really good yeah. message for kids.
3: Yeah. Oh, look, I give it 7.5. I didn't hate it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I'm giving it 8.5 Batarangs. There
3: you go. Wow. So I, I really 5. liked that's it. That's strong...
1: Mm. I really, really liked it. Nice.
3: Well,
0: let's go... Hmm. Well, swing back to me then. Yeah, yeah go One you. for one. Okay. So, the last movie I'm going to talk about today was the Mark Wahlberg... Um, one uh, Patriot's Day.
3: Okay, oh. so this was
0: about the uh, Boston bombing.
3: Yep.
1: Wait, didn't Patriot's Day came out come out like 15 years ago or something?
3: You're thinking of either the Patriot or Patriot Games. Okay. <laughs> Both
0: great. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, so. He's uh, he a police officer and um, he's working at the finish line of the Boston Marathon and that's mm. where the bombs go off. Mm. And it's kind of like a re- it's a real realistic look at how they caught the two it was two brothers mm-hmm. uh, who who like dropped backpacks and then escaped and stuff like that. And were
1: they were the Boston bombings with pressure cookers? Were they yes.
0: the pressure cooker yeah, ones? They were, yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah, remember yeah. how yeah. I was
1: saying to you yeah. about pressure cookers? Uh,
0: yeah, and bombs and. Um, it is crazy. Like I didn't know. Mm. I, I like just saw the news about it. So I only know the bare like like the skeleton facts. But yeah. Oh my god. The, the, it's crazy how they caught these guys and how crazy they were. Like mm. there was like a shootout where they were like throwing these uh, homemade bombs. Mm. There is like a really awesome official like uh, thing for an improvised explosive IED. They were throwing these IEDs. Oh, okay. Uh, at these cops who were trying to shoot them. <laughs> the cop cars are like blowing up. It's Not crazy. Um, and they splice it with real footage, oh, which wow. makes it mm. really realistic and scary mm-hmm. at the mm. same time. So, um, I would recommend watching that. So I'm not going to give you too many spoilers. Mm. Like obviously you probably know how it ends. Yeah. Like, just cause like, <laughs> mm. um, but yeah, so I would give that eight mm. IEDs out of 10. So it's not <laughs> so as good as
1: Lego Batman. No. <laughs> no.
0: The or cast or good. it yeah. is. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> um, no, nah, it's great. And the acting's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Wahlberg is... Is this the Fat Mark movie? Mark Wahlberg like got fat in one of his movies recently. Or maybe that was Deepwater Horizon. Nah. Well, he's on an oil rig there, so I feel like he'd be in some sort of shape.
0: This is, yeah. like, he's definitely not in peak condition, but he's, like, he's, you wouldn't think, oh, that's Fat Wahlberg. One of
3: them was like Fat Wahlberg. A little bit like about like, how he tried to look more regular in one of these movies. like More like a you know, regular Joe type maybe. thing. I mean, he's just like a regular cop kind of guy. But, um... He works
0: really well in this because it's set in Boston. Yeah. So, yeah. he's like... His Boston sassiness is like... <laughs> yeah. It works really well here. Um, so, yeah. Definitely recommend that to anyone who likes serious movies because there's not many jokes. <laughs> uh, well, we've got two more.
1: Is that him being fat?
3: I don't know. It doesn't look like in there.
0: I think he just... There was no, like... There was
3: nothing. no, like, great, like, scene where he disrobed. and <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> yeah. just rolled out. No, nah, but
0: you know what? There was, like... One scene where he was wearing
3: like workout gear and mm. he didn't look fat. So yeah. I'm going to say no to Fat sure. Warburg. Um, Tina and I saw another movie recently. Guys, I don't know if you know this. we saw a lot of movies. Well, we've gone. Uh, we went and saw Beauty and the Beast.
1: We did.
3: Be my guest. Yeah, you may as well, Be my you guest. May as well take point um, on
1: this. Now, this is, see, now this is the thing. You completely dominated with um, Book of Mormon, which is my area of expertise. This is not my area of expertise and now you're expecting me to talk.
3: Just about Mormon again?
1: No, it's okay. Um, I didn't. I've never seen the original. Um, you would think that I would have, being female, but no. I've never seen. I've never seen the original *Beauty and the Beast*. Obviously, I know the story. Yeah. Um, I used to listen to the cassette tapes and have read the book at the mm. same time. Do that sort of thing like that. So I don't have it to. I can't draw to any comparisons or anything like that in terms of the movie. The animated movie. Um, but I really liked it. My only problem with it was... And because of the amount of it in the movie... It then becomes an issue... was the CGI. Oh, okay. Um, so I didn't really like the way... Uh, Beast looked. Because it looked quite fake. Mm. I think at some points they could have... They could have just done that with makeup. Like you can do amazing things... With makeup these days. And I think it was really like a cheap skatey option. To just do him with the dots on his face. And CGI it in. And all that sort of stuff like that. I have a note on this.
3: I can tell you about this. Okay.
1: Um, So I mean like yeah maybe do it for a bit. But like it wasn't. We've seen that done. And Mm. we've seen it done so fantastically. Mm. Like you can literally get an actor's face put it on another actor, make her look so realistic that you don't even know. I mean, Mm. like, look at Looper. Like, you have no Mm. idea that that is two different people's faces on the same face. Mm. Whereas this was, like, the second you're like, oh, yeah, CGI. And then you couldn't not see it. There's
3: Princess Leia. Yeah. Yeah. Or even look at, like, Rocket Raccoon.
1: Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, like, that was my first issue. And then my second issue, and I knew that this was going to be an issue because... I've seen the trailer, was I really don't like the way Mrs. Potts was animated. And that's purely just because,
0: because um, she's
1: the teapot. It's
0: a teapot? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen so, the uh, Eva, okay. So, okay, so basically what happens <laughs> what? Is, is
1: that um, there's this prince um, who lives in a castle and he's very up himself and very sort of like self-centred mm. and stuff like that. And he's having a party and then um, this enchantress whose disguise is like this old hag comes to seek shelter from a storm. Mm. And he rebuffs her and all this kind of stuff like that. So she puts a curse on him and the people in the household. Um, and With she no turns reaction. him into... Yeah, and so she basically... Um, turns him into the beast. And she turns him into a reflection of what he... The beauty that he has oh, on the inside okay, of him, yeah. which is nothing. Yeah. So it's horrible and yeah. disgusting. Um, and then uh, the, the enchantment also turns all the people in the household into the replicas of themselves. So, you know, like... Um, Um, The guy who plays the music turns into, what's it called? A A harpsichord. Harpsichord. Sort of thing like that, and the opera singer turns into the
3: wardrobe. So
1: I don't know how it really works, yeah. but basically they turn. I feel into objects, like the objects
3: match sort of their thing. names. Like Lumiere becomes a candlestick, yes, yeah, and like Cogsworth you know I mean? becomes yeah, a clock. That's exactly right.
1: <laughs> um, and then so basically what happens is like that happens, and the castle goes into deterioration. Um, and um, the the enchantress um, says the only way that he can turn back into his human form again um, is if he finds true love, and then is able to. Become with beautiful Hermione. within the in the inside exactly with Hermione, and she gives him this rose, and the rose is like the pet. Each time a petal falls, the curse is getting solid and more solid and mm. more solid. And so he has until the last petal hits the ground, or else he's going to stay as a beast forever. And so then, um, uh, flash geographically forward, not in time, but like geographically, flash forward to like the little town um, that Bell lives in, which is at like you know the foot of this hill and forest and castle and stuff like that. And um, Belle's like the odd one in the village because she... Reads books. Oh my yeah. god! So Wait, a they're letting like women she do has, that? <laughs> yeah, so it's like you know she's yeah. trying to teach another girl how to read, and he's like, "What are you doing?" And all this kind yeah. of stuff. Um, and then Gaston is like the coolest, handsomest, most bravest guy up himself. It is who'd amazing who have... they
0: get to play that in the film. Luke then?
3: Evans.
1: Uh, Luke Evans. Yeah. Oh, oh, who
3: well, I think is wrong for that? Oh, really? Really? I was I'll just... say I think he does a very good job, but mm. I don't think he's big enough. Like Gaston is going to be this big hulking man. Like mm. I would say like. I mean, maybe not the right voice, but like Patrick Warburton is a better choice. Who's that? Um, you, you know the narrator of *Lemony Snicket*. He's the voice of oh. Joe. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah Back from
1: good... um, um, in *Seinfeld*. He's, and, yeah, he's, yeah. Uh, and he's also
3: in *Rules Putty. for Pudding*. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not saying necessarily h- him exactly, but someone mm. who's like he's got a, he's very big in presence, mm. and like he looks like he could like throw a girl over his shoulder and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. That's what Gaston is like. I, mm. Even though I think Luke Evans did a very good job, I was like. I feel like LeFou could take this guy out. Like... <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, so basically like um, Gaston wants to marry Belle, and Belle's like, no. Um, and then at some point, just to really cut it short... Um, uh, Belle's father is on his way to the market to sell like his goods and stuff like that. He accidentally stumbles upon the, upon the castle. He gets imprisoned into the castle. Mm-hmm. Belle goes to the castle to try and save her father. And then she ends up taking his place. Father gets let go and then the Beast and Belle end up falling in love. Oh, yeah. Um... To spoiler alert, sort of thing. In case you um, hadn't
3: heard from this twenty-two, yeah, <laughs> no, twenty-six-year-old movie.
1: Well, it seems like the well, story. I seen it yet. The but story it... of Beauty and the Beast is like from it's it's folklore, so oh, it's okay, hundreds, yeah. and, hundreds yeah. and hundreds and hundreds of years old. Plus,
3: it's Disney, so like they're not gonna be like. Yeah. And then Beast broke her back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, it, like the end of uh, Split. Yeah, it's <laughs> eating the girls.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: Spoilers. That's what I say Split.
1: But yeah, no, I. I I don't even know what my opinion of it is. I I liked it. I don't feel like I need to see it again. I think Emma Watson was fantastic mm-hmm. in it. Was
0: the um, Tooch loose in this one? He doesn't
1: yes, have much Yes, oh to- my god, it was so funny at the he end. He doesn't have much to do but he is great. No, but he is like his little bits are like gold, <laughs> solid gold. I was like crying in the cinema at the mm. end. Um so yeah, so I actually think this is one of the stronger Emma Watson roles. Mm-hmm. I think she absolutely hit the nail on the head with it. She played it
2: is the
0: she,
1: perfect amount.
0: Is she like posh? Is she like Hermione No, she's posh no yeah. no no.
1: She's really down to earth. She's really like nitty gritty, doesn't mind getting dirty, sort good. of thing like that. Because I wanna see something like that from her because yeah.
0: really I haven't
3: seen her. Well, with the exception of that bling ring we were talking about last mm. time. you got to watch Regression, and you have to Yay. watch um, Colonia. Okay. Mm. Look, those are two really good. Like, she's totally not like that. Like, yeah. Regression, yeah. Regression, she plays an American girl. Um, is she American and Colonia as well? Is she British and Colonia? She's British and Colonia. But, like, they're both, like, she plays, like, I think, like, in Regression, she's, like, a farmer's daughter. Mm. And in Colonia, she's, like, kind of, like she's a, air, like, an air hostess or something. Yeah. But, like, she's kind like of in the middle of the seven, is what i said. So, she's kind of like all about, like, women, drugs mm. and stuff. And, like, it's but kind of in I, the middle of that. What I well.
1: loved about her in this is that she's a realistic version of a strong woman. Because so well, I've often heard we that see. She
3: uh, made a lot of requests and yeah. changes to the script. Yeah. Like, we need to do this, we need to do that. That's right.
1: Because a lot of the time, a strong. Like, if a guy, like Gaston, there's a scene where, like, Gaston's, like, inviting himself over for dinner and stuff mm. like that. And he's physically like in her face and she's moving backwards Mm. and then she's pressed up against the door and he's like physically in her face and there's been so many times like you see that and you go yep that's just a that's that's a part of my life Mm. because that's what women have to go through because a man will make a, a statement and you tell him no and he'll just keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. And what I loved about it was that it wasn't a strong woman in terms of the fact of like you know she yells at him or she slaps him or she pushes past or she's aggressive. She just goes, um, "I'm eating alone tonight," and then she sh- shuts the door, mm. sort of thing like that. And then and and the thing is like that's so realistic because women have this this. Thing that's like ingrained in them from being from a very, 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 very young age where it's like, don't upset. Don't, you know, if you're going to say no to someone, you have to say no politely yeah. and all this kind of stuff like that. And, you know, you, you, a lot of women, there's a quote from someone. I can't remember who it was. I think it was Louis C.K. actually. And he goes, I'm amazed by how far a woman would go to not offend someone. Like to the point of like... Putting themselves in danger, yeah. and to mm-hmm. the point of like you know, um, you know emotional harm or physical harm and stuff like that. And so what I saw there in that scene was so poignant because on the one hand you see her as like this sort of weakling because she's like doing it politely and doing it nicely and shuts the door quickly and all that sort of stuff like that. Cause she was forced into mm. this situation. But on the other hand, you see it so realistically because I can bet every single woman in that audience was like, I've been there. I've mm. been in those shoes sort of thing like that. And like she handled it like how every single one of us, Would have hoped to have handled it. Sort of thing like that. So I think she did fantastic. Because that's the thing. Like so often, as a strong female character, you know, it's supposed to yell at the guy or push past him or or all that sort of stuff. And go, and have your nose in the air and storm off. But the thing is, that's not realistic and that's not always the viable option because if you react that way to a person, that person's just going to, sorry, I just like stabbed you, grab you back and just be more aggressive to that sort of thing. Do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah.
1: So like that's, I saw that and I was like, that's really good. And I know that she's gotten a lot of flack uh, because, you know, the whole idea of doing a princess movie isn't feminist and blah, blah, blah and all that kind of bullshit. But I think... I totally agree with Emma Watson in the fact that it is because what you just because you're playing a Disney princess doesn't mean it can't be like having showing those feminist values because we're living in 2017.
3: <laughs> so you liked the Basically. movie.
1: I did. I did yeah. like the movie. Yeah, I just had problems with the CGI. Mm.
3: Um, I also enjoyed the movie. Um, I think it is actually the best live action adaptation Disney done so far. I Have you seen c- Cinderella? I haven't. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I would was like to, okay. I would like to, I like that girl a lot, she was in Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, and people talk about her for that girl actually, I like her a lot, ah. uh, Lily James I think her name is. Um, uh, I like to, I think this is the best live action adaptation, I still think they have a way to go, yeah. like with fixings, I actually didn't have a problem with the CGI, I can see why you did, but they did have actually, it was all physical at one point, the body and the head, and there was studio like override, they'll like change it. I think part of the reason was that it's still a kids movie and I think the...
1: Oh, was it too scary? Might
3: have been a bit scary and stuff.
1: Oh, pish posh.
3: Um, but the rest of the body from most of the scenes were, was physical.
1: Yeah, um, no, I could tell. That's why the face looks so weird.
3: I found it really enjoyable. The One of the things I think Disney gonna have a tr- with trouble with in the future um, and I don't know how they fix it is I think it's very hard to do a live adaptation of a Disney musical because... Mm, I know
1: what you're going to
3: say. When you watch mo- most musicals um, everyone in the scene is aware that they're singing like it's an unspoken rule like this is a musical we're all singing and we're all part of it in this musical Belle will be singing you know I hate this man I wish he was away from me and then he'll come in and start singing to her even though he's right next to her and has no idea that she said all this Like it's like they're speaking their internal monologue and no one around them like the whole town is talking about how weird Belle is
1: you're breaking the fourth wall without the other characters yeah.
3: knowing yeah and like they're all like about how weird Belle is and she's never like Hey, they're calling me weird. Like, she's yeah. like kind of. And it's it works in a cartoon, but it's kind of strange in live action. But that's not this movie's fault. That's just the way it is. That's the way the music is and stuff. So that's the only. Like, kind of. That's kind of the big, kind of glaring problem that they're going to have with their future musicals. But I did think it was really enjoyable. Um, I really liked the Beast's voice. I thought it was really cool. Mm. I didn't like his voice when he was a man because he lost that deep voice. But everyone else who turned back their voices Ooh, yeah. stayed the same. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, you can't, know. Like, you can't have... Ewan
1: McGregor struggled with the French accent as oh, well. Oh, no. We were talking,
3: actually, I don't, I'm Like, i going to sound like a complete maniac when I talk about this, but I was saying to him of the day because there's been a lot of talk about whitewashing in, in Hollywood lately. Like, you mm. know... Um, Matt Damon being the most famous. Yeah, Matt... Well, I would say Scarlett Johansson being mm. in Ghost oh, in the yeah. Shell. People were like, she's playing an android, a Japanese android, and she's a white woman. Which to me, I'm like, look, I get it. Which is a robot, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But no one once was like, Hey, we've got a Scottish guy playing a Frenchman in this movie.
1: And my argument was that I think it's not considered whitewashing because at the end of the day Scottish and French and Irish and Greek and Ireland and stuff like that. It's all all, it's all white. Which is fine as compared to Asian or yeah. African. Which or I would
3: say is fine, but when they're saying whitewashing, they're not saying whitewashing. They're, what they mean is cultural appropriation. Yeah. It's just because too, not, yeah, just it's just too right big term. to put in print. So to me, it's like, well, why is it good for one but not for the other? Like, mm. I don't care. Like, I think you and America did a, a pretty good job. Like, pretty
1: I th- good. There was just times where you slipped.
3: For the most part. But I was just kind of like, mm. I, it's kind of strange to me that, you know, that was such an issue, yeah. but this is totally fine. And like, okay. Yeah,
1: why did they pick... That's the thing. Like, why not just pick... Someone else. Like, why yeah. did it have to be you and McGregor?
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there are plenty of, like, other British characters in there. He could have been, like, another British character. No, like...
1: traditionally, he's French.
3: No, no, like, he could have played a different character. Ewan oh, McGregor yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like... yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, for the most part, I thought it was really good. I think the humour was really well balanced. Mm. Emma Watson... And what
1: you also said, sorry to interrupt, but what you also said about how, like, it's weird, and this, again, is just, like, it harks back to the animated. It's weird how, like, Mrs. Potts and Chips, Chip, uh, Cockney... But Lumiere is French yeah, and Cogsworth I, I is not, British. I, I couldn't understand so yeah. But it's all based in France. So and then,
3: it's set in France. Yeah. It's yeah. set in France. Everyone is French except for your main characters, yeah. basically. Yeah. Uh, in fact, no, there's only like one French guy, two French people in there. It's like Lumiere and the Feather Duster and the rest yeah. are all English, mm. even though it's set in France. Um, again, I don't have an issue with it. It's just kind of a weird thing. Um, I think the humour is really, well, really well done. I think everyone's on top of their game, just about, like, everyone's really performing well. I just couldn't understand why a really, like, regal, posh prince would employ a Cockney woman. That didn't make sense to me. And I hated Emma Thompson's accent.
1: Yeah. Taylor's as old as time. Like, she's so, like,
3: yeah, it's really jarring. And it might work in the cartoon, but once again, like, when you're singing this really beautiful love song about these two people who shouldn't mm. be together have found each other, it's really hard to appreciate that mm. when she's, like... I'm an old geezer. The thing
1: is, Mrs. Potts in the cartoon is like this big rotund, like teapot. She's got this frilly little top. You look at her and you go, yep, that is totally the accent that fits her. You look at this Mrs. Potts and the reason that they didn't do the nose as a spout is they said it's because every time they tried to design it, she ended up looking like a pig. (laughs) So that's why they ended up Mm. doing it on the side. But like... The type of design of the teapot doesn't lend to a Cockney accent. And so that's why it doesn't fit. Like I can understand they want to keep the accent because of the traditional of the animated thing. But then just change the design of the teapot so that it suits it better.
3: I also had a real problem with the most obnoxious kid in any movie I've seen. Oh God. Like the kid who plays Chip. (laughs) First of all, his name is Chip and he has a crack in his head. Like in the top of his cup. Yeah, e- it's called chip. Yeah, when everyone goes back to human, any kind of like weird <laughs> yeah. things that happen to them were the same. So like, without spoiling too much, like when the pianos loses a couple of keys. Teeth missing. Yeah. Bang. Yeah, let's see if Chip, I can guess. Chip did not have um, a weird haircut or a dent in his head. cracked down his <laughs> forehead. He would have, <laughs> he would have, been, forehead, would have pushed it a, a bit you know, more like G or yeah. BG. Yeah. He became human again with this
0: pizza slice. Well, there like was one girl. point,
1: I was saying to James, there was one point where like he's falling, right? Because he's always a teacup and a saucer. And like at one point he falls and the saucer smashes, but he gets caught. And then I was like, when he turns back human, does he not have legs anymore yeah. or something? Is he, like, amputated? But
3: So he's so <laughs> obnoxious. His voice is maybe worse than Mrs. Potts. Yeah. And this is the only thing I have to say negative about the film. I, I really enjoyed it. Like, all the weird kind of quirks aside and the weird, like, trying to bring a cartoon to life that doesn't quite work. Like, it's fine. Like I can forgive that to make sense. This kid is so obnoxious. Like, at the end, spoilers, like, everything works out. Mm. And so when, like, everyone's like... There's, like, another part of the spell where, like, the town forgot about the castle, like, which is more punishment. Like, they were all, like, kind of lost and forgotten. Yeah. So, like, when they... The spell is lifted, like, everyone remembers and they're all there and, like they're all celebrating and everyone's come back to life. And, like, <laughs> Belle and the Beast, like, embrace each other properly for the first time. It's a really beautiful moment. And this kid comes in and is like, Oi, Belle, it's me, Chip. Do you Do remember? Do you remember me? You and you remember like, ice, it's Chip you Chip. And I'm like, why? <laughs> why did they catch that cup? Why could they let him smash <laughs> yeah. it? Like, he's so... Like, Like Like the
1: Beast and Belle have like just had their first like Oh it's me, it's Chip, it's Chip, have you seen me? Do you remember me? I was like oh my god, I was like like, who
3: is this? I'm going to look at it Like have you seen The Visit? Yeah, no Okay, there's a kid in The Visit who raps This kid might be more obnoxious I could not stand him, he's so irritating I was like why did they catch that cup? Why did they let (laughs) his doors just shatter but saved him? (laughs) I would have been just like kill him, it's done So who does he play? Uh, He plays Chip Oh yeah, he saying. might not have a photo. So. Nathan Mack nah, is his Mac. name. Fuck you, Nathan. Yeah, that's it. This
1: dude, he was born in 2007. 2007. That's when I left high school. Oh then. my god.
0: Jesus. That was when I That was be a year crazy. after we yeah, left high school. We were, school. Oh, were you? you? We were in uni right by you then. Above me,
3: are you are Yeah, I think so, yeah. Oh, feel like a baby. Yeah. are little you're a little chip to so us. So James, mate. how many Mrs. <laughs> Potts? Ch-
1: <laughs> how many chip cups? Do you rate it out of 10?
3: Um, I would give this a 7.
1: I'm going to give it a 7.5.
3: I think it's totally good and I think it's Disney head in the right direction. Like yeah. Jungle Book I enjoyed but I had some big problems with some of the story it elements. It was definitely <laughs>
1: more entertaining than Cinderella. I found Cinderella to be really boring. But
3: I find that's a hard one to do an adaptation of anyway because it's kind of a boring story like. Yeah. Um it gives me hopefully like, a lot of love actually like if they did this as well as it, I can't wait till they do with Mulan. I think they Oh some-
1: my god, I can't wait for Mulan. Mm-hmm.
3: Can I
0: just say on Nathan Mack's yeah. IMDb, <laughs> his yes. trivia has, it's the laziest bit of trivia on IMDb because yeah. someone said, shares a birthday with most of his fellow Beauty and the Beast co stars, and it's only three names, <laughs> two of which is the same name <laughs> Emma Thompson, Luke Evans, and Emma Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> so whoever's decided to put wait, some trivia down.
1: Which ever- <laughs> Thompson or is it Emma Thompson? Ugh. Oh my god, that's amazing. Most of the coast are <laughs> the same <birthday. laughs> Oh my god, I love that so much. It's
3: because it's so obnoxious it's every so day. Is his birthday god, it's, He's like, it's my birthday again. It's Chip Day. Like <laughs> <laughs> <it's> Chip Day. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, totally good. With the exception of that little kid who I okay. wish they dropped. Now
0: is it something that's sort of like it must be seen at the cinema, or is it something kind of you'd wait for like?
3: I think you can enjoy it uh, at the cinema or at home.
1: Yeah. I don't think you have to see it. Well, like, I
3: know there are a few people online who have seen it multiple times in cinema, and I'm like, hey guys, I'll calm down. Like, it's totally fine. Like, it's, it's totally good. Like, it's a, great, it's a good film. But I just, yeah, it's. I won't. I rarely go and see movies more than once now because I'm watching so many movies. Yeah. Mm. But um, I definitely don't in for a little while now. Like, but it's totally enjoyable. Um, Which leaves one more movie to review, guys. I went to see it by myself the other day. Um, I went and saw Ghost in the Shell. (sighs) (laughs) Um, It's not good, guys. No! It's not good. Um, I've been looking forward to it. Yeah, so was I. I was looking forward to it. I Add insult to injury, I had to go see it at Hoyts because my local cinema wasn't carrying it at nah. the time that I needed to go, so I had to pay $22 for a ticket as opposed yeah. to like $10. Yeah. Um, it's, it's tough. Like, there are some really good mo- like, really promising moments in the film, but overall it's very bland. Like, um, one thing that really bugged me is they say that the title comes up twice in the opening credits. That's like, the
1: name of the show! Like, that was a
3: really weird thing, like, they brought it, it was like, ghost oh, in the shell, Credits, 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 credits. Ghost in the shell. Oh, I'm like, yeah. what is this? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's visually stunning. Like, all the visual stuff's really great. There's an opening scene where you probably see in the trailer she dives off a building. Yeah, it looks That's kind of cool. And yeah. then she goes and fights these robot geishas which are all, like, practical.
0: Ah, oh, because
3: in the trailer they had that one. Mm. We grabbed the guy and then, like, yeah. Yeah. Gosh, it looked awesome. That's cool. And that's about the most that happens in the story for about an hour. Um, to put in perspective, guys... I almost fell asleep three times in the first hour. Like, I was literally dozing off. Mm. Like it's very slow, and there's like no charisma in it. Like no one's kind of like, I don't know who you meant to cling to because the character that Scarlett Johansson is playing, and she's doing the best she can, man. Like, but like, it's it just she's like she's literally like this android that kind of has emotion but doesn't really. They explain what the ghost in the shell means like 20 times in the first hour Mm. to the point where like in the opening credits, like the opening credits, just, I don't think it's spoiler because it literally happens and they say it so many goddamn times. It starts with the, like, you just see a female body being dragged into a hospital um, and they talk about how the body is beyond repair and then they put a brain into like an android. Mm. And I was like, oh, I think that's what they mean by ghost in the shell. Like the robot is always in the shell. The brain must be like the ghost or whatever. Yeah. And they tell me that. Multiple times. <laughs> and they keep like, her ghost, her ghost isn't like, isn't normal. And stuff. So I'm like, it's
2: like it's in a shell. You can tra-
3: I'm like, you can talk about her brain guys. Like it's yeah. not like a, a spirit. It's Like a whiteboard. This is the ghost. <laughs> yeah, so. This is the shell. <laughs> it's super, super slow. And then the last hour, the plot finally kicks in. But it's the most convoluted, uninteresting thing I've ever seen. Like you finally get introduced to this villain. Like there's like a, kind of a misdirect of like who the villain might be. And then obviously it's someone else. But like his motives aren't clear. It doesn't make sense why he's doing it. Like, there's this weird kind of subplot about her trying to find her parents and, like, it's... It's tough. Like, it felt like the longest movie I've seen this year and it was only an hour and 40 minutes long. Oh, wow. It's really, really tough. Um... I wish I had great stuff to say about it. Like, I think the trailer was fantastic and the visuals are amazing. But, like, there's no ghost in the shell, guys. Like, it is a a hollow... it's a listless, lifeless shell. It's not good. Like... (laughs) If you like Scarlett Johansson and seen Scarlett Johansson in skin tight, near nude situations, isn't
0: she quite robotic looking?
3: Um, a little bit. Like you definitely see like her butt at one point, but like crack and all. So.
0: Ah, well, worth the price of admission <laughs> just for that then. So
3: for that alone, I'll give it like a four out of ten. But didn't you say
1: there's another movie where she gets completely naked? Anyway? Yeah. If you Shouldn't if you like Scarlett Johansson,
3: and want to see her naked, just watch it Under the Skin because actually it's a great film. Um, I've seen Under the Skin. It's a really good film um this is not unfortunately so i'm gonna give it that's a shame four ghosts out Out of 10 shells shells, i don't know like it's like for visuals alone i'll give it like because it does look fantastic but it is dry it's it's just it's it's just not good like and i really want to like it and i was reading up on it i was like oh maybe like it's because it doesn't translate well from the anime Like, Mm. like maybe if you're a fan of anime and you're into that world then maybe it makes a lot more sense This is an original script. It has almost nothing to do with the anime. Like they took the name and the style, and that's about it. Like, yeah, it's just not good, um, unfortunately. And I really want to like it, um, but if you like Scarlett Johansson, just like if you want to see like Scarlett Johansson kicking ass, just watch like an Avengers film. Like she's great in those. Yeah. And if you want to see a like near naked or naked, watch Under the Skin because it's still a really great movie. Like, yeah,
0: so disappointing because yeah, yeah, I mean, it was one of those ones where like the trailer was amazing. Mm. Obviously, yeah, film not living up to it, but. Um, does it suffer from a lack of um, just having a flick of the cast there? Like, is it? There's nothing to really cling on to.
3: Real, yeah. And I, it's funny. Like after I came out of it, I was like, huh. I feel like this is what my mum meant when she said she didn't understand the mate, when she didn't like the Matrix, because my mum didn't like. She couldn't yeah. get it. She couldn't get a hold of it. She didn't really understand. She didn't like it. I was like, what are you talking about? And that's what it kind of felt like. I'm like, oh, maybe. The-. And then I've spoken to it, some people since. And, like, two people I work with said their parents went and saw it, and their parents loved it. So, I don't yeah. know what that means. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't know. It was tough. Like, if you want to see a good science fiction film, go see them, just watch The Matrix. Yeah. Like, it's way better than, than what this is. And there's similar kinds of ideas and stuff, in it. kind of. Um, yeah, it's just. And what about. Uh, so, where's it set? It's set in the future in Japan, I think. They never kind of tell you. In Asia.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, because it looked. Uh, it was looking from the trailer like that location was almost playing a character you know like there was that shot of the top of the buildings that had the massive like digital billboards and stuff yeah it just looked fantastic
3: yeah they're all over it but it's never kind of established or explained like it's kind of like and i'm not saying that to be like in 2029 live billboards yeah i don't need that but it's just kind of like it's fascinating to look at but it means nothing to me if you can't establish your world and like that's the problem they don't do any world building they don't do any character building I literally couldn't care about any except for maybe the dogs. There's some, dogs, like some stray dogs that got fed. I was like, oh, they're cool. Like, I like <laughs> those. They're my favorite characters. Um, it's it's just underdeveloped and underthought. Um, oh, what a shame. And everyone is trying. Like you can tell, like the the actors in there like wanting to do cool stuff, and they're probably thinking like like this is going to be the next Matrix. We're going to like do a franchise of this. It's going to be great. Like we've got some cool characters, and it's just yeah, it's just. It's tough. So, I wouldn't recommend it, but I think people should watch it just to prove... Like, prove me wrong, please. Please prove me wrong and tell me that I... Like, that it, it's a fantastic film and I just don't understand it. I'd love for that to be the truth. I don't think it is, though. Yeah. So, four? I give it a four. A four, four is being super yeah, generous. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking four.
1: Four sounds generous.
3: Well, the, the visuals are stunning. Like, it's mm. really, like, visually wonderful. Like anyone who complains about Zack Snyder making movies like oh, it's all style of substance I'm like watch Ghost in the Shell you'll think that Zack Snyder is the greatest filmmaker <laughs> of all time um, yeah so I think that's it for movies guys we ended on a bit of a downer but that's
0: uh, that's it for me for movies
3: um, we've got some TV shows to review mm. we've got a few actually before we do I'll just do a quick I won't even do like a real like full episode review but the, very, the first episode of season 3 of Rick and Morty came out like a week ago as an April Fool's joke, everyone thought it wasn't going to be real. It did. Uh, if you haven't seen Rick and Morty, uh, it's fantastic. It's a really wonderful like time traveling uh, and like animated comedy, and some of the stuff they do is truly like kind of pushing the boundaries of, of animation. But everyone was kind of hesitant because it's taken like two years almost for this set, this season to come out, and people are getting worried. This episode is fantastic. Like it's it's funny. It like it continues the story perfectly. Like everything they're doing is. If you love the show, you will not be disappointed. So, so I'm going to say, because I don't want to spoil it in case people haven't seen it yet, but if you're a fan, you've probably seen it. Um, but, um, yeah, New Rick and Morty, so should go check it out if they're into that. And if you're not into it, that's cool. Like me. Yeah, Tina's not into it. I haven't seen it either. Um, do you want to talk about some TV shows first, Nick, or do you, Tina?
1: Um, I can start us off. What do you
3: got? Go for it.
1: Uh, so, uh, the first thing is that... Um, I've started watching Thirteen Reasons Why. Yep. Um, so I'm only like 13 minutes into episode uh, 13. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, episode two. Um, so far, I'm really liking it. I think it's really, really good.
3: This is the Netflix series. Yes,
1: I can see how it's going to become a binge binge watching show because you you want to figure out what's going on from the very offset. Uh, but I can't give you really a review because I've only just started watching it like a couple of hours ago. Sure. Uh, But yeah, no, it seems really good. And also, um, on a less exciting note for the two of you, but maybe exciting for some of our listeners, I started watching Project Runway as well. And it's really good. Is it really? (laughs) Yeah, it's really good. What
0: keeps you entertained during that? It's just like...
3: It's the drama.
1: No, it's not. No, the drama. I don't give a shit about the drama. It's the making stuff. That's how I feel about Great British Bake Off as well. I love the making stuff process. Project Nikwe, Pro- Process. So like, you know, the, the episode that I watched, they had to make um, an evening gown out of a potato sack.
2: What? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so like all of their models are wearing a potato sack and they're like, you have to turn this into an evening gown. Mm. And it's just like... That's cool, right? That's That's really cool. I didn't realize. I don't know. To
3: me, that's like MasterChef being like, and the mystery ingredient is a dog turd. (laughs) No,
1: but like, do you know what I mean? Like, the the cool thing about MasterChef is when they cook. The cool thing about Great British Bake Off is when they cook. mm. So it's it's. I don't give a shit about who stays in, who goes, who has beef with this person, or I just want to see them. When I think of
0: those shows, I just think of like people walking down. A runway while no. child rental bitches make... No, no, no. That's not, not what it is. Yeah. So that's
1: like America's Top Model, which yeah, is why I... I don't watch that. Yeah. Project One Runway is people who want to become designers, like clothes designers. They're all together. And then, yeah, each week they'll have like a different... Um, uh, what's the word? Um, not like, competition. Like a, they'll have a different challenge. Oh, yeah. Like a theme? They yeah, theme that's exactly, it? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. So yeah, this one was the potato sack one. And then um, the person who, and then they, they fit it to their model and it has to like express um, themselves as a the designer, but it also has wow. to be like functional and stuff like that. So like, for instance, the girl who just got out, she's a bloody idiot. Um, she made this dress that when her model walked down this um, runway, she could see half your ass mm. and your ass crack. And they're like, <laughs> well, you can't. You can't, nobody's gonna buy that. Nobody's gonna wanna wear that. Mm. It looks like shit. Um, so she got out, sort of thing like mm. that. So the amount of actual walking down a runway is like like 2% of it. And the rest of it's just watching them sew, watching them how they like make it all together and stuff mm. like that. Um, and I'm into sewing, so that's why I watch it. Like, yeah. I mean, I watch Great British Bake Off because I love baking mm. and I love anything to do with
3: British. And I like basically. cake, so and that's why I cake. watch it. Yeah. Like, that um, looks delicious.
1: But yeah, no, it's 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 really good. I expected it to be good, and it is really good. And the third thing, James?
3: Uh, we started watching on Netflix uh, Riverdale, yes. which is the uh, live-action adaptation of the... Uh, well, loose adaptation of the Archie Comics characters.
1: I haven't... Don't know anything about Archie, but I'm guessing that it's very, 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 very loose.
3: Yeah, it's like, so pretty much
1: the same names, and that's it.
3: Yeah, like if they made it kind of like a sexy, angsty teen crime drama. Yeah, which I'm okay with. Like mm, it's not, no,
1: okay, like it's okay. total
3: cheese. I know it's not necessarily a good show. It's not a bad show, but it's not like I wouldn't put it up there with like Game of Thrones no. or, and Daredevil and stuff like that. Um, but it's by the people who make Flash and Arrow and stuff, so it it is familiar territory. Uh, it also means that maybe we'll see a crossover one day, which would be really cool. Mm. Like, maybe Flash, like, goes through, like, a parallel dimension and ends up in Riverdale. <laughs> um, The names funny. of the actors in this is really bizarre. The
1: actors the, or the characters? Yeah,
3: like K.J. Poe or whatever.
0: K- K.J. Aper. Yeah, he's a New Zealand actor. Lily Reinhardt, Lily spelt L-I-L-I. Yeah. I no, mean, that's Lily. Lily. That's better.
1: Maybe. Better.
0: Cole, a guy called Cole. Cole Sprouse, yeah, he's should one of be the sponsored by
3: Coles. <laughs> it should be,
0: shouldn't or it? Cole, <laughs>
3: uh, one of the actors in Marisol Nichols, who plays Veronica's mum, is actually also uh, Audrey Griswold in Vegas Vacation. And I remember as a kid, I had a huge crush on her. And I was like, when I saw the mum, like she's really familiar. And hmm. now I know why. Still looks good twenty years later. Um, yeah, it's totally fun. Like it's not. Yeah, it's not going to kind of like change your opinion on the human condition. It's not going to challenge you anyway, really. But if you like kind of like cheesy teen dramas and stuff, like it's very CW. Like if you watch, yeah. um, it's, you know, teenage angst done at its best. Like, yeah.
0: Is there lots of longing looks?
3: At- L- lots of longing looks. This guy, like, like Archie, like in the comics, was always like, oh, I don't know, Betty or Veronica. He's just like getting laid by everyone. Like, <laughs> uh, and you see like his washboard abs multiple times and stuff. Um, Something for the ladies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's fun. Though. I like the character of Jughead. I think he's done really well. I really enjoy him being the narrator and him kind of being like the instigator of the investigation of the the murder and stuff. Uh, I think the girls who play Betty and Veronica are both very good. And
1: um, the other one, the red-haired girl. Uh, uh, Cheryl? Yeah.
3: Uh, I think she's fine. I think she lays in a bit thick sometimes, but mm. I know what kind of Cheryl it is. I think she's is.
1: supposed to be, though. Um, I love character. that
3: we're getting Josie and the Pussycats again. Yeah. Um, I think... The girl plays Josie isn't great. I think she's okay, but she's a little too bitchy. No, nah, I don't know what it is. It's just something about her. I don't quite, like. I think the girl plays Valerie is very likable. I really like her. Mm. Uh, Melody, we haven't seen too much of. I'm a big and Fussy Cats fan, like as a kid and stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like Josie is. I think she's like a little too um, headstrong and con- confronting. Where Josie should be like the fun-loving leader of the gang kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, which they might get to, but of course, it is the angsty crime drama not the, the yeah. comics as well um but totally good we won't give it a, a like a rating or anything so we've only watched a few episodes but um yeah if you're looking for something to, to watch and you don't really care how good or bad it is give Riverdale a go. Yeah. Like, it's, it's kind of fun like <coughs> so yeah you've been watching Netflix as well guys I will say this we're an, almost an hour and a half in and we've only been doing reviews that is the show this week we don't really yeah. have any discussion topics it's just reviews so if you're waiting for the topic it may never come, but if you want to keep hearing us review stuff, stick around. Well, I couldn't remember if you had reviewed uh, Luke Cage. I might have talked about it on Trudcast, um, briefly, and I remember at the time I was like, "This is my favorite of the Netflix series." It's not like it really isn't, but it is good.
0: Yeah, so I, I that is my sentiment. Yeah, I, I genuinely enjoyed it more than. Uh, Maybe not Daredevil Season 2, because I so love that. I love uh, the it's addition so of so
3: strong, like, and Punisher, like...
0: But that is not what I'm reviewing today. Luke Cage. <laughs> and I, I kind of, like, nailed down, I think, why I enjoyed it so much, is because you can kind of get a bit lost in the other series, because there's always some unknown force at work. Yep. Mm. Whereas this, it was just set in Harlem. He's Harlem's
3: defender. Mm. And it felt very contained. It's very political as well, like, which I like. And as much as, like, it's not, like, talking about, like, government politics. Yeah. But this came out around the time, and, and still, like, it, it was around the time that the Black Lives Matter movement started in America. And to put um, an African-American hero on television in a hoodie, I think, is a very empowering mm. thing, because that was kind of a negative connotation for yeah. so long.
0: Um, and, yeah, first of all, the guy who plays Luke Cage is just amazing. Mike Colter, he's great. So good. Um,
3: he was in Jessica Jones as well, briefly. Yes, as Luke yes. Cage.
0: Um And... The cast is just great. I mean, obviously, um, um,
3: the woman who plays Misty, Misty Knight, Knight. Oh, like she is super, super sexy. Yeah. Like, like she's like she reminds me of like um, Pam Greer, who uh, was Jackie Brown in the movie Jackie Brown, but like did those black exploitation films in the seventies, like Coffee and um, oh, I can't remember now. Uh, it doesn't matter. But mm-hmm. like that's what that's who she reminds me of. Like, yeah, um, they, oh, she's like, great. And yeah. I love
0: that towards the end of the season, you sort of like, they're almost, it's almost a bit of a, like a love triangle. You are yeah. feel like her and Rosario Dawson are... Who's great as well. And she's in all the yeah. shows. Like... And I almost got the biggest thrill right at the end of the season because I, I finished watching that and then started Iron Fist. Yeah. Which I'll let you talk about in a bit. Um, when she gets that, she takes that little like uh, stub. From thing. Colleen
3: Wings. Yeah. So yeah. like
0: on a on a billboard, there's like a little notice for karate lessons. So she takes one of the tabs. mm and that is immediately clear how, within like 10 minutes of Iron Fist, I was like, oh, so that's how it's yeah. all
3: going to come together. Um, also, which is kind of like, it's not revolutionary or controversial, but it is interesting the way they ended it. Spoilers if you haven't watched Luke Cage, but seriously, it's been that for like a year. Um, Your hero goes to jail at the end, which I think is a really kind of cool move yeah. because it means at some point either he's get him broken out of jail or they have to <laughs> negotiate him up because he's in the Defenders. Yeah. Like, that's kind of cool. And um, I, I would say one issue I have, and it's just a personal
0: preference thing, like, mm. a, and also I have, find that during uh, Iron Fist as well, is there's a lot of mentions of the other Defenders. There's a lot, you know, Claire Temple always knows a lawyer yeah. or something like that. And then I, I'm not saying do it early, but for a f- season for not, uh, like finale or... Mm. Like, bring someone in, you know? Like yeah. this is, I find it like crazy to think that in each individual series, they're mm-hmm. protecting some part of New York and something crazy is going down where one of the other people need help. Why aren't they? Yeah. Why look, aren't...
3: Like, at the end of Jessica Jones, when um, Claire Temple's like, I know a lawyer, yeah. that was fun. By three quarters of the way through Iron Fist, and I'm um, not talking about Iron Fist just but just to bring it up, yeah. when he's like, We have to stop the hand. I'm like, guys, you're talking to Claire Temple, she knows three of the people who are gonna be in the defense who have fought the hand. Like that's right. It makes no sense. Like it's the same problem you have in the Avengers films. It's like, why are the Avengers helping out? Like it just like, you know, they finally addressed it in Ant Man and like the way I rationalised it in those phase two movies, like I was just like, Well, I guess Winter Soldier, Thor the Dark World, and Iron Man Three were probably happening at the same time, and they're in three different places in the world so they couldn't get together. And that's the way I rationalised it. But in this, like it clearly is like time after like it's yeah that's, that's right how,
0: Yeah um, And so, so that that was the only issue I had Where I was just like mm. There's a lot of references Surely like Bring
3: in mm. Matt Murdock Or something mm. like that And I I'm would...
0: sure we will I'm sure that's probably how
3: he gets out of jail Maybe Yeah maybe um, um, I would also say That the first half of Luke Cage Is significantly stronger than the second half I think Mahershala Ali as Cottonmouth Is a much better villain
0: Yeah I definitely agree with that Because uh, if nothing else He's like charisma on screen He's, he's so
3: good Yeah uh, and then the other guy, what's the villain's name? I can't remember what his uh, code name is. It's like another snake thing.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's too, like, it's a real theatrical villain name. I can't remember yeah, what it is. Right?
3: man. Um, like Black Mamba or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kobe Bryant. <laughs> but um, I did like, and I did like that they used his comic book suit, even though it looked a bit strange. I did like that they did bring that in. And which one, that? Because I don't know the or the guy, guy in the second. I can't remember his name. Like the, the one. Like oh, he, sorry. am the... sorry. You're
0: talking about that. I, I thought you were talking about Luke Cage. Like he because doesn't he, isn't his like mustard t-shirt? Yeah, know? they
3: do reference it. And he has the headband and the yeah. braces. Like you look a damn fool. Yeah, feels <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, Luke Cage is totally good, but it does I would say fall apart. Also, like Diamondback. Diamondback. That's yeah, right. Sorry, because they're all snakes. Yeah. Um, I also say that Luke Cage. I think is the first example of a Netflix Marvel series that probably has a longer episode run than needed. Because he's so powerful, it's just like... I know they found the bullet that can like you know tear your skin open, finally. Yeah. Um, also, made by Justin Hammer, the villain in Iron Man 2, which is kind of cool. Um, oh, of yeah. The, the Hammer Tech weapons. Oh, that's, that's cool. Yeah yeah, 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 that is cool. Um, but I was just like, you could have... The whole reason you didn't stop them sooner is because you're like, violence isn't the answer. Yeah. Which I understand... But when they're shooting you yeah. constantly, <laughs> like, you can just pick them up and put them in jail. Like, it's fine. Like, you can do anything. Um, but it does have a lot of great things, like that scene with the car door. When oh, you like, yeah. Um, I was saying to Tom when we reviewed it last year, I was like, if anything else, this song introduced a brand new audience to the music of the Wu-Tang Clan, yeah. which is used perfectly in yeah. the show. Yeah. Like, um.
0: And uh, one of the great villains of any of the Marvel... I'd say, including the movies, but mm. of the shows, was um, Mariah Dillard. So that's uh,
3: Mahershala Ali's si- uh, cousin. Oh, uh, the guy who um, was yeah. in Sons of Anarchy? Does he have, like, the, the bald guy? He's, like, the shaved head guy? Oh, no,
0: no, I'm talking about um, Mariah, like... Uh, oh, his, his cousin. Yeah, North so is, she's, yeah. she's, like, a, um, a a small-time politician in Harlem. Yeah,
3: she's great in it.
0: And she's clearly crooked. The first half of the season, um, her cousin is uh, the, the main... Um, villain, And, you know, she's clearly crooked But she's pretending It's like she's pretending that she's just got a crooked cousin And mm. she's lying to herself But in the second half, we see her really just like Almost embrace just being this evil villain mm.
3: And Spoilers, she's free at the end of it She gets away with her crime She was in Civil War as well Not as the same character She was the mother who was like my son died To Tony oh, Stark yeah, okay. But there are all these series that maybe like She was part of Zemo's plan yeah. like maybe she is that character like I don't know whether they did or not because they keep saying like you know they're in the same universe but we're not tying them over so it might be the same character maybe not I like to believe that theory just because I'm like yeah let's just connect them as much as yeah, possible yeah 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 because I do reference the movies constantly in these shows so like you know a man in a special suit or yeah a, yeah the green, the green guy, guy yeah, yeah. Um, right. but Luke Cage is great no yeah. I, I loved it. and I mean
0: it's, it's hard for me to rate because I've found at different times so like for me the first half of Jessica Jones I was just Took me two goes to get through that. It's
3: slow, like you, until you get those two on screen together. Mm. I think it's it's kind of a tough watch, and that's why I have sympathy for Iron Fist because people have been like, "It's awful," like all this stuff, like whitewashing again, whitewashing and stuff, and they keep like criticizing the show and they're like, "It's you know slow and it's boring and I'm like, guys, with the exception of Daredevil season two, they're all slow. Yeah. like Daredevil season one is great. But like you don't see Wilson Fisk till episode four. Yeah. You don't see um you don't get Jessica Jones and Kilgrave together. It's like episode seven. Um, I think Luke Cage might be the only show where the villain is like in there from the ground, like hit the ground running, yeah. or whatever. Like
0: and it's probably the most traditionally like paced and structured of all of mm. them.
3: And the other thing is like, and a lot of people like have made this as well. have said this as well. Like Daredevil, like the show was always going to do well because people were like yes. Daredevil, we know this name, there's a Ben Affleck film, it wasn't very good, but yeah. Marvel doing good now, so it should be right. Jessica Jones, um, everyone was still off the high of Daredevil, plus they put in two heroes, she got Luke Cage as well. And then when Luke Cage came out, you're like, Oh, I saw this guy in Jessica Jones, I loved yeah. him. Iron Fierce, there is nothing. They're yeah. not like, Hey Luke Cage is in it, even though in the comics, Luke Cage and Iron Fist are best friends. Like Yeah. So it really had like it was it had the coldest start, I think, out of all of them because it had nothing to lead it in um yeah anyway sorry
0: no no that's all good I'll, <laughs> I'll, it's about time we go into iron fist although mm. no spoilers f- up to it i'm up to episode 11 now so don't like spoil anything right there i don't think i
3: spoil anything for you anyway like yeah
0: um but no luke cage loved it um i my immediate thought after finishing that was that's my favorite of the series uh and, and it's yet to be toppled so yeah
3: i'm still with daredevil season two like to me it's it, it has the it has the benefit of all the heavy lifting of season one. Mm. Um, so it can hit the ground running in season two. Like, you, like the Punisher is introduced straight away. And like John Bernthal is excellent as him. Like you have Electra, And even though like season one was all like, ooh, Matt and Karen, they're this relationship. So Electra came in, I'm like, I don't care about Karen. Yeah, Karen. So yeah. like their relationship is so much more believable and so much stronger. Like I think we talked about it in the uh, Valentine's episode. I talked about their relationship. And like that scene, like... In the very final episode, where they're like, "We'll just run away together. It's fine." Yeah, like it makes me cry every time I watch it. Like, yeah. and I know, I know it's coming, and it still like makes me cry and stuff. Like, um, so that to me is still the the benchmark.
0: I think there was just some things that that I didn't like about that season, and and it was, I thought that they had just tension between him and Foggy for just the uh, for the sake of the show. Like,
3: it didn't. Foggy is a frustrating yeah, character. Yeah, one.
0: like I was like, why aren't they? I'm used to, traditionally, they would have had a conflict at
3: the end of season one, mm. and then
0: Foggy's on board, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's still just sort of a
3: bit... I, I think was... they're trying to steer away from the comic book version of Foggy, because in the comics a lot, he's just kind of like, he's kind of like the Archie of like the Marvel movies. he's just kind of like, oh, like, I'm a good guy, and I love Matt, and we're best friends, Yeah. and he doesn't know that Matt's Daredevil ever, I don't think, or like for a long time, whereas this, they're like, it's unrealistic for Foggy not to find out. Yeah. And I think you know him being the oh shucks good guy. Second use of that phrase today. Um, I don't think it works in the real world. It doesn't work in comic book films yeah. and stuff these days. It has to be more realistic. The same reason why Lois Lane knows the Clark Kent is Superman almost immediately. Like it just doesn't play realistically. Yeah. So I think that's why they've changed him like that. But yeah, he does become a little bit irritating. So, like he's your best friend. Like not I know that you're worried about him, but wouldn't she be like so happy for him that you're like, oh my god, like you're blind, but you can do all these yeah, things. Yeah, that's
2: right. Yeah, yeah.
3: Um, so he's kind of frustrated, but then he's off like banging that like blonde lawyer chick. Mm. So he's got enough. He's got yeah. stuff going on for yeah. his spine.
0: Um So yeah, you may as well kick yourself with Iron Fist.
3: Um, iron Fist. It's definitely the weakest of the Marvel shows, I would say. I do like it a lot. I think that Finn Jones has been criticised unfairly. I think he's totally likable in it. Like, I don't think he's doing anything special. Like with it, I, it's not. He's not doing what Charlie Cox did, which is, um, you know, like, really brought, like, this love to a character who had already been in films, like, you know. Um, But I think Finn Jones is very good. I think there's far too many boardroom scenes in this this show. The pacing is off, um, and the fight scenes are okay. Like, the very first fight scene is terrible. Like, you just see him kind of, like, push people away, like, and he's meant to be the Kung Fu Master... Um, but the fights do get better and I think Colleen Wing is excellent Like she's a great character um, super fun um, all in all I don't think it's a bad show I think it's kind of poorly paced and I think again like Luke Cage it's overly long the only difference I would say and I'm not really spoiling anything for you when I say it is that the motives of the show are never clear like Daredevil by episode like from episode 1 you know what he wants to do by episode 4 you know what he has to do Jessica Jones from episode one, you know what she wants to do and what she has to do. Luke Cage, the same thing. Like, you know what the who the villain is and what's going on. In Iron Fist, you never ever know like he's like, you know, I'm the defender of Kunlun, but you never really go to Kunlun. Yeah. And you never really see his oppressors. And when you do, up until the point that you're up to now, they never pose much of a threat. Um, the other problem I have is if you're the Iron Fist and that's the power you have. Why aren't you using it all the time? Yeah, the amount and of
0: fights where he doesn't use
3: it. And then they is... do explain it, but they don't explain it to like episode 11. And for a viewer who's never seen this before.
1: That's really light.
3: It's like, I need to know. Like, And I was okay. Like, hey, when they explained to me, I'm like, oh, that makes total sense. Say it in episode 3 or 4. Yeah. Like, because like, they, it was the past where I'm like, come on, dude, like, why aren't you using it? Is it
1: because of some reason, like, if he uses it too much, it makes him turn evil or something.
3: No, it drains his chi, which yeah. sounds kind of goofy and but stuff. Can,
1: but can you just build up your chi again?
3: Well, you can, but there gets to a point. Um, I, can't, I don't. Know, I can't remember exactly where it is, mm. where nicks up to. So I won't say anything. Mm. But like, it's you find out about like him, like his training and like his ability to control his chi and stuff. So I'll leave it up to that.
1: Because I was going to say, it's a lot like in Supergirl when she uses her laser vision. And I'm just yeah. like, just use your laser yeah. vision. Yeah. Like, you That'll work. If
3: you've got that ability, why are not you using it all the time? But they did yeah. finally explain that, and that's that it can be drained, and when she does use it, she no longer has her Kryptonian powers just to be recharged by the Earth's yellow sun. Which is fine, but it took a season and a half to get to that explanation. Um, and I think that's the problem with, the, with Iron Fist as well. I don't think it's a bad show. I don't, definitely don't think it's as bad as everyone's making that out to so be. And I don't think it's whitewashing either. Like the character Danny Rand has always been a white character in the comics. Yes, it would have been an excellent opportunity to have cast an Asian actor because it is kind of weird that you send a white guy to, to you know, Tibet and suddenly he's a better martial artist than mm. all the Asian people he's done it for years. Yeah,
0: and and I also add, he was. Fifteen years is a long time, mm. but it's not long enough to be the best. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like we we learned that like couldn't learn the way you become the Iron Fist is you challenge and get challenged. Yeah. But like he was only there fifteen years and of course he's gonna be you're gonna be really good at martial arts, but unless he's like a savant, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah.
3: Um, but I didn't have a problem with that either. It was just more like I think my I think my defence of the show is that people keep criticizing him because they've cast a white guy. Yes. That might be a problem. Yes they should have gone another way maybe. But they didn't so you can't keep comparing them to performances that might have been. Like there is no other performance. This is the performance. This is our Iron Fist. You have got to kind of deal with it. Like you know that's the decision they went with. And you know people questioned casting Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. Do I think this is the same situation? No, I don't think <laughs> yeah. this is good as Robert Downey Jr. But you just kind of accept yeah, it. Like yeah. don't worry. In twenty years' time, they probably do another Iron Fist. Like just be glad there is an Iron Fist. Yeah, like, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's probably the I would say it's probably the weakest of the four shows. But it's in no way a bad show. It's just got some pacing issues, and it's a little bit unclear. But it is one more step towards the Defenders, which they also dropped a trailer for, which we'll talk about later. Yeah. Um,
0: and I would say... I, th- I think that it's just a little... Like you were saying, it goes on too long without really knowing what's going on. Mm. Um, I In episode 10, which is the one I just watched, uh, actually, this afternoon, You know, we just find out that maybe not all is as it seems... With the hand. Yeah, which I thought was a cool twist. Yeah, so did I. And I'm like, autumn, like straight away, I'm like, oh, if that's where they're going to go. But then I'm like, you know what? They've done this too late in the season. I know where this is going. I, I don't really think we're going to get much of a resolution yeah. by season's end. <coughs> and just felt a bit contrived. But I'm really enjoying... The, I think he's he plays the naivety of, of a kid who mm. disappeared when he was 10 and then has been living with monks. Like, he doesn't... Like, he's really like... Yeah, naive, I think, is the, is the way to sum it up. I probably
3: think they could cut out the line, I'm Danny Rand, a little bit. Like, it is used a lot. Yeah. Um, also, and uh, this,
0: this the siblings are really good, to me. The uh, Meachams.
3: And actually, David Wenham, I think, is very good as well. Yeah. They... Like, he's, like, he play, he's, plays very sinister, very well. Like, he's cool. Um, that scene with the hammer is intense. It's, like, the most violent scene in a Marvel show. Like, when he's smashing in the heads... Yes! Like, yes. that's super intense. Like, that's more violent than anything in Dead I Evil. Mean, that's the most violent show on there. Like, <laughs> yeah, that is hardcore. Um, the other thing I, I had a slight problem with, but after the explanation, it makes sense to me now. Um, like, because he is, like, this master of kung fu and he's, mm. and he's chi and he's the most balanced person in the world, he's meant to be, like, so chilled out and relaxed and just, like, nothing bothers him. So it was really weird for the first, you know, 10, 11 episodes for him to be, like, aggressive like i want my company yeah. and it's my name and like what are you doing i'm like dude you're you, like chilled out zen master like yeah. what's going on and i understand you need conflict in shows but they did it on the ultimate spider-man cartoon perfectly like he can be chilled out and a source of frustration for characters because no one should be that chilled out yeah but i think they'll get there
0: um and i agree with you about colleen yeah she's, she's great she's Probably the highlight of the show.
3: Yeah, like those um, cage fights are oh, pretty yeah, great. Yeah, which
0: takes on two massive dudes. She also had... Whoops um, them.
3: In the comics, there's a spin-off comic called Daughters, Daughters of the Dragon, because she calls herself the Daughter yeah. of the Dragon. And that's a comic of her and Misty Knight, and they had their own team up as well. Yeah. So I loved... And they're all in Defenders together, so we might see some Daughters of the Dragon and some Heroes for Hire and Defenders. Yeah, that would be great. Um, but I like it. And I don't think it's as awful as people are saying. And if you're listening to it and not watching it, like just... What's your yeah it's
0: definitely like I was I haven't been bored now I'm a big fan of those shows so yeah. of course I'm going to put up with maybe more than someone who's a casual watcher but like to me although it's like clouded and you're not sure what's going on I've, I'm have i yet to like get a 20 minute or half an hour patch where I'm just like this is just not, nothing's happening and the
3: good fight scenes are pretty good unfortunately none of them as good as the best of Daredevil like Daredevil has like and I think that's the thing if we didn't have Daredevil this show would be amazing yeah but, like, you've had the hallway fight scene, the prison fight scene, the staircase fight yeah. scene. Like, Daredevil has just, like, time and time again shown these excellent fight scenes that don't have body doubles. Like, everyone has learned the routines. And in this, like, there's a lot of quick cuts and, like, because they didn't have the time or take the time to train these routines properly. Yeah. Like, and that's the, probably the biggest letdown of the show, aside from, look, there's little things. But it's certainly not bad. It's just, I think we've come to expect such a high quality. A program from Marvel that you know because this play isn't as good as the other ones were like this is terrible, but it's totally not. It's totally good. Yeah, uh, and I think maybe
0: the one thing each of you, uh, if you're watching all the Marvel shows in order, you would be thinking it really has gone on long enough without. Int- you need to start introducing the characters together, like yeah. the scene they're holding someone captive. Yeah, <laughs> in, in the warehouse. Uh, sorry, in the dojo. Yeah. And I'm like, now would be a really great time to get a blind guy who can defend everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but...
3: uh, and I think we'll probably say that after the Defenders runs because remember, like, in the first phase of the Marvel films, everyone had their own standalone. But then, like, from Iron Man 3 forward, like, you know, Bruce Banner was in Iron Man 3 at the very end. Mm. In Thor 2, Captain America was there. It was Loki pretended yeah. to be him, but he was in there. And suddenly the crossovers got more and more. Now we're seeing some really big crossovers, like Captain America 3 was Avengers 2.5 so yeah. I think we'll start seeing that as the shows go beyond the defenders but um, although we did have Luke Cage and Jessica Jones but yeah I agree like we're at that point now it's like it makes no sense mm. to have them separate any longer that's gonna run out the reviews I think guys yeah, been... we
0: have been chewing people's ear off
3: Um, you know what's next guys our favourite segment, I don't know if it's, our favorite segment but it's a good segment it's got a soundtrack trailer trash Ooh, that, that is, is starchy. 100% authentic trash <laughs> Um, I reviewed two trailers on my own, guys, because we didn't get a chance to sit down and record, but let's talk about them anyway. just sleep trailer dropped. Mm. Thoughts?
1: I really liked it.
3: You did, and I was surprised, because I remember watching that trailer. I was like, this is amazing. And then when we started watching it, about 20 seconds in, I'm like, this might not be a Tina movie. And you, yeah, you dug it.
1: No, yeah, I thought I thought the trailer was great and definitely made me want to watch the movie. Um, M- much lighter to yeah, absolutely, and it definitely looks like it's going to be better than freaking Man of Steel. That's
3: for sure. I like Man of Steel. I liked it.
1: I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I thought the trailer was fantastic. I, it, in all honesty, it's been a while. I can't really remember the trailer that much, but I remember it had um, what's the song? And
0: I'm together. Keep, yeah,
1: because you keep singing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I th- think that just worked really well.
0: Mm. Um, I sort of thought it. I thought it was a great trailer, but it looked to me like it had the same elements that are going to be in the film that people hated about Batman vs. Superman.
3: Yeah, I did think that as well, like, but not in a negative way, because people complained about this trailer, they are like, whoa, you showing Superman, it's like, well Superman, spoilers, died at the end of Batman vs. Yeah. Superman, and we know he's coming back, but your biggest complaint about Batman vs. Superman trailers was they showed too much, and now he wants to show everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it was like...
1: I feel like, no matter, in all honesty... <laughs> I feel like the fans, no offence, but the fans of this... Genre? Not this genre, but like this franchise, the DC... um, What's his name? Who's the... Who plays Batman again? Oh, my God. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. The DC Ben Affleck niche universe. The fans of this... are. Fucking douchebags. Yeah. <laughs> they're such douchebags. To the point where Ben Affleck's like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Mm. Because it's like, you, know, you can't make him happy. Mm. It's like, oh, this trailer shows too much. And oh, this trailer doesn't show enough. And oh, you know, Man of Steel wasn't good enough. And then they try and fix it with, um with Batman versus Superman. Oh, that's not good enough. Yeah. It's just, you know, there's no making these people no, happy. No,
3: there's not. Yeah, and I mean, like, and I certainly was one of those people with Batman, Batman versus Superman for a while. And I, quickly Changed my tune, which might make me one of those people, but um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think the thing is that, yeah, like the DC are totally self correcting, and also, like 10 years ago, the idea of a Batman vs Superman movie, let alone a Justice League film, was like crazy. Like, you never had multiple superheroes on the screen before, unless yeah. it was like Batman and Robin, and we all saw how that went. Like, yeah. um, I think it's a great trailer. Um, I think they showed a lot of stuff that. Maybe they shouldn't have Only in as much as like We're not going to get A lot of screen time for them So like Mira was really cool to see But she's not yeah. going like For more than like Five minutes um, Same with Commissioner Gordon or the J.K. Simmons Totally digging as Commissioner Gordon yeah. um, And like Henry Allen Barry Allen's dad as well um, they, 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 Ironically There's like the three highlights Of the trailer for me and When I talked about In my breakdown But I just feel like We're not going to see A lot of that stuff In the movie um, But yeah I'm digging a Aquaman Riding the Batmobile Like it makes that no great. Makes no sense But at the same time I'm like yeah. Sure why
0: not but oh. it looked to me like it's going to descend into the same CGI madness that the last one did, mm. which I liked, but a lot of people I spoke to were like, yeah, the first half was good, and then, in, you know, I don't think they liked... Um, what was it, the, the big villain of the last one? About Doomsday. Doomsday, like, I think people thought that was just a bit over the top. He looked a
3: bit strange, and also he didn't look like his comic book character at all. Like, and I think that was what lot of had problems with, and I understand that. Like, when they changed the suit, or, like, they kind of changed the overall appearance of the character, I understand why he might... Kind of not like that. Um, and that point is the biggest problem with that movie, only because, like, they squashed so much stuff in that ending. It's like, it's the formation of Justice League, and also, like, it's Superman, or what's Doomsday, and, like, all this stuff. It's like, it's Zack Snyder, yeah. like, let calm down a little bit. Yeah. Like, we can get there. Like, you yeah. know, you, you can make multiple movies, dude. But, even still, like, um, yeah, it looks like going to be a lot of CGI in this one as well, but that's cool. Like, I think, like, it looks great. Like, just visually, I think the trailer looks good. Yeah, cool, so. yeah. And uh, I really haven't
0: been keeping that much of an eye on um, on Aquaman side of that franchise, mm. but um, yeah, he looks like he's gonna be another looks great like character. Looks a badass, right? Yeah. They've really
3: done a good job with him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he gets like it seems like they're like they're really trying to like play out the humor, but not the way Su- Su- Suicide Squad tried, where they're just like just throwing a bunch of music in there, yeah. and, like just yeah. being really quippy. Whereas this, like, there are quips, but it makes kind of sense, mm. and they're all ragging on Batman, yeah, which he I yeah, he, you know, yeah, like. Yeah, you know, like. Aquaman <laughs> makes fun of the suit and like um, Flash is like are you the Batman? Yeah. Um, so yeah I totally dug it. Um, another trailer that came out was Spider-Man Homecoming which I also talked about on my solo show. Good trailer. Good trailer. So yeah, there's the Batman. songs
0: that need to be filled in because I I think I've said it previously <laughs> I wasn't that excited about this because mm. it's like I've seen Spider-Man done mm. But <coughs> this trailer's won me
3: back. I'm now excited about it. It felt like they were really trying to be like because after the first trailer, it was like it's a Spider-Man Iron Man movie, and this trailer feels like no, it's a Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Like he's just like giving back the suit. Like I got to do it on my own. Like all this sort of stuff, um, which is good. Like it should be a Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Like and it looks like most of that movie is going to be him in that handmade suit. Like yeah, which I kind of like. You know, like that makes more sense. He has to earn the Spider-Man suit. Yeah, back and that's stuff. right. Um. Yeah, it looks good. Like, there's not much too much else to say. Like, we've seen a couple of trails, and we've seen a lot more of Spider-Man than maybe some of the other characters in the Justice League, so there was less to talk about in it. It looks good. It looks fun. Um, that scene when they're
0: talking about... They're in the school cafeteria talking about some girl, mm. and then another girl walks past, and she says something. She's like, you guys are losers, or something That's like that. That's
3: in the first trailer, yeah. Yeah.
0: I swear I saw her playing a teenager, like, ten years ago in Gossip Girl. Oh, really? <laughs> I think she's just been playing a teenager for... yeah. And there you go. Yeah. And
1: what were we saying? We were saying something that we watched recently, and we were like, "There is no way that that's a teenager." Like, is thirty years old.
3: Oh, it was Riverdale. It was Riverdale. Yeah, like all the teenagers are played by like thirty year olds. Yeah. <laughs> um. um what was it? Oh, and the other thing I like, I learned actually. I don't think I talked about it on the breakdown because I learned about it afterwards. Um, you see a character in the trailer very briefly. This guy, the shocker, and he's the one who shoots Spider-Man into the bus. Like, you've yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that. Device he has in his arm. I was like, that's kind of cool because like, the shocker like uses electric powers. It's actually the scraps of Crossbones' suit from Captain America: Civil War. Oh, yeah. One. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like he harvested it and used the tech like t- mm. to become a new villain and stuff. Um. So yeah, that was cool. Um. There were a lot of trailers this week, guys. It. I, know, I got trailers. It. Oh my god. The it trailer. The scariest <laughs> bit of that was when
0: he was running through the water trying to get to the kid. That terrified me. Yeah, that's pretty creepy. Mm,
1: yeah, actually, I didn't like mm.
3: that. Uh, my favourite bit was when the kid hit his head on the bar. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, as a fan of the original movie, um, I think this was fantastic. I think they did a really good job. Um, if the movie is anything like the trailer suggests, I think it would be in it for a hell of a remake. It looks really good. It looks, looks eerie, but not trying to be scarier than it should be. Like Tonally, it seems spot on. Mm. Um, it was nice to see the kids from Stranger Things in there. Like, uh, I'm in. No one else has anything to say about it?
1: Um, I always sort of felt like. Because I'm not afraid of clowns. Um,
3: oh my god, they're so terrifying.
1: Really? I, I have no, like, I'm just like.
3: What, what about the Joker? Whatever.
1: You? No, I don't, I'm find him, I don't find him scary at all. This was quite unsettling. Mm. Um, I did feel creepy. I do, like,. Or right now talking to you both, not want to look over my shoulder, mm. sort like no, of no, this, this, this oh, shoulder, oh, yeah. um, sort of thing like that. So clearly, it must have had like a a good a good um sort of effect. I think because it's not the clown that's creepy; it's all of like, and this goes into my fears. I have a fear of like water, and I have a fear of like like. Um, large, b- large bodies of water, but mm. also just like dead bodies in water as mm. well. So, like, I remember one time I started watching The Gift. I was gonna say don't watch because, The Gift because because of Keanu Reeves was not it. I was in love with Keanu Reeves. Oh my god, that movie is fucking terrifying because she dies in a lake. Yeah. And so every time you see the dead body, she's a dead bloated body, yeah. which is so weird. Because I haven't actually had this with Riverdale yet. Although yeah. when he showed up and he was... In, uh, oh, yeah, I yeah. didn't like that. But, <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, like, the only the bits that freaked me out was, like, when he's, like, looking through the water and coming up through the water. like And, like, all the black, like, the black stuff that comes out of him. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. But I didn't necessarily find the clown scary. It was all that other little stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Like, the
1: little boy going... What was he saying?
3: He's like, we all float down here. It's yeah, like, You'll we'll float, float too. down here.
1: You'll float too. Yeah, float too. Like, that yes. was that was The one
3: creepy with the clown, I was say, and, like, it, I did find it creepy. I wasn't like, oh, that's so scary, but, like, it did unsettle me, mm. is when they're watching the slideshow and the sli- the slides start moving on their own and, like, yeah. the woman's hair moves in the clown and, like, um, Pennywise's face is underneath it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. was like, that was cool and creepy. Um, yeah, I'm all in for this. Like, this is, like, a really ballsy move to remake this movie. Uh, I mean, the original is great, but it is a mini series, so the first half is excellent, and the second half is not so good because you lose all the kids in the second half for most of it, and the adult actors are not as good as the kid actors. Yeah. But it's still worth checking out. But this it's looks so like, funny. which looks like it looks gonna be like a tremendous film. So, um I have one more trailer on my list. Um, Do it, Do it. Uh, Game of Thrones.
1: Yeah, I, I actually still have not seen
3: it. I didn't get anything out of this trailer. Yeah, it was more just kind of like it's coming. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's just kind of them all marching towards their prospective thrones. Yeah. Um but winter has come. Guys, I think with the Yeah, uh, yeah, you did say that. So gone. No, I think that was like maybe the thing to take out yeah, of it. Yeah, I think it was um and we're like 2 months away now. July at start. Sweet stuff. Christmas. <laughs> Sweet Christmas indeed. Um I can't wait for it. I well, you know,
0: I think maybe I mentioned it to you guys maybe off air. Mm. Um, I will be away for I think the first month.
3: I'm going to have to do oh, pass yeah.
0: the thrones on our own. Yeah. So and obviously I don't expect you guys to wait. I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going to have to either find a way to watch it while I'm traveling, which I think will be tough.
3: Most of the if you this is when you're in America, mm. most of the hotels you stay at should have HBO. Yeah. No, that'll be when I'm in Europe. Sorry. Oh, okay. okay. Um, but... Well, if you're in Italy, they'll have HBA. <laughs>
0: oh, wow. I don't know. Um, anyway. <laughs> so, I'm, I'll have to come back, binge watch, and then we'll have a... You know what? A jolly old discussion. We're going to have to do a whole podcast on the first four episodes, so don't talk too much about them. Mm. Otherwise, you will just be tracking over old
3: ground. Done. All right. You've um, heard the plans here, guys. Uh,
0: I've got a couple of trailers. Go for it. The Defenders.
3: Yeah, I didn't write that down, but they did release a 20-second clip. Just all four of them in an elevator? Uh, it looked like they have just come from a fight or something. Yeah. I dug it. Like, yeah. you know. It was a cool,
0: just little like, hey, here they are, this is what they look like together.
3: I wasn't sure why Matt Murdock was wearing his original costume, the black costume, and not the Daredevil costume. I didn't, I didn't notice that. Yeah, he's no. actually wearing the black hood, not the, oh, the Daredevil yeah. suit. And it's funny, because Iron Fist's costume traditionally is a hood. It's like a yellow hood. And so people were, like, being like, why is Iron Fist here twice? Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it doesn't matter It's coming soon It's August I think Wow Awesome I can't wait Yeah But that's only 8 episodes though Which I think makes more sense Yeah Because it seems like The storytelling Has gotten a little bit Harder Over the last couple Of the last couple of shows Like Luke Cage And I just could have been told In much shorter time yeah. frames I think So I think 8 episodes Is good And leaves you wanting more So
0: um, The Mummy Dropped a second trailer
3: I didn't watch it Apparently it's awful
0: Oh I think it looks alright oh, Okay uh, I mean, you know, not going to win any awards except for maybe like most handsome actor <laughs> in his fifties. Who's that? Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise.
2: Oh.
0: Um, but I think it's going to be good. It's got, um, I can never remember her name. It's maybe Sophie or something. Um, she was the chick on with blade legs from, uh, Kingsman.
3: Uh, oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember her name either. She's great.
0: Yeah. No, she's, and she, I think she plays the mummy if I've. Saw the trailer correctly.
3: Yeah, I don't know if they've addressed it yet, but the rumour is that um, Tom Cruise is playing Van Helsing. Really? That would this, be cool. this is their monster universe. So yeah. he's gonna, like, a, the rumour is he's going to appear in all of them, like as a monster hunter. Yeah, so. oh, that'd be awesome. But um,
0: I, I think it looks alright. Look, I'm, I'm all in for Tom Cruise films. Mm. I always think he should, makes pretty good choices. So, yeah, that's that. And finally, uh, Edgar Wright's new film, Baby Driver. Oh, I haven't seen the trailer for this. It looks fantastic. Nice. Um, okay, so I'm, I think it's kind of going to be like a lighter, funnier version of Drive. Okay. So uh, I haven't seen the, the main character whose name is Baby. Okay. Uh, and he's he like drives, um, like his getaway driver. Okay. Uh, and Kevin Spacey plays like his criminal mafia boss guy. And, sure. Uh, um, maybe we'll watch it after this, but I recommend everyone check it out. I think it's going to be great.
3: Well, I right, so I'm sure it'll be great.
1: It should be good.
0: The
3: price is right. <laughs> W-R-I-G-H. Yeah. Um, I did have some, like, kind of, like, topic questions, but we have been going for two hours. So, I don't think we should, like, drag the show on any longer than we need to. Um, this episode was packed full of reviews, guys, which is what we should be doing. Chock-a-block. Reviewing stuff.
1: Review episode. That's what it is. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um... Yeah, I think that's it. I don't, you know, I do have topic questions, but I think, yeah, it'll just drag on too long. I know you had a quiz as well, but we might have skipped the quiz this week. Quiz just, can wait. Quiz is not topical, mm. so they can wait. So, I don't know what we we'll going talk about next week, because there's nothing out this week. Oh, you know what? Tina and I are going to see Power Rangers on Wednesday? Uh, I
1: don't know now. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. So, um, I never grew up watching Power Rangers, uh, because it sucked, mm. basically. Um, and I wasn't one of the kids who, who liked that. And the main reason I didn't like it is because I didn't like the... This is going to sound really weird. I didn't like the movements that they do. Mm. How they're all like... Oh, she, ju, yeah, jo, yeah. Hey, yeah. Ha, yeah. yeah blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then they've got the dubbing, and it's really weird. Yeah. So anyway, we're on um, uh, Netflix, and we're talking about how I don't like Power Rangers. And so we found... One from like nineteen ninety-three or something like that. So it wasn't the first one.
3: No, that is the first like ninety three is the first one. So we were like oh, 97 so it was ninety seven
1: or something like that. It was the worst <laughs> thing ever, and yeah. me and James were crying with laughter. Yeah, like as it's not to good. how bad yeah, it was. Yeah. Like,
3: it's it's poorly made children's TV in the nineties. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then
1: um we watched a second one which was a more modern one, it's like two thousand and fifteen. Yeah. Okay, so I can't remember what it's called, but listeners might know. It was Power Rangers Pirate Ninjas.
3: Yeah, their the helmets like had pirate hats built into them. Yeah, and they could also like they had like this legend power where they could change into classic suits, which is kind of cool because you get to see yeah. suits from like the last ones. So but they do it like every three seconds. <laughs>
1: yes. So, like, they literally change, they literally morph, like, 20 times in 30 yeah. seconds. They're so, like, it's so so not working, I like, Classic Grinch,
3: little... and I'm like... Yeah,
1: so they have, like, this little figurine of themselves, oh. and they put it into the yeah. the toy, and then it changes them, and they're like, oh, it's not working, get the figurine again, change it again, and I get the idea is to sell that whole thing. Yeah. But the thing is, logically, in a fight... If you had to get a tiny little figurine, which is easily dropped and then yeah, breaks, yeah. you know, somebody just yeah. stomps on it, yeah. then t- in order to change into your powerful suit, and what are they? Are they ninjas? Are they pirates? You like, you can't, well, you can't just kids, be you, both. Uh, yeah. So no, that was the thing where it was like they're thirty years old. It was oh, Power like, yeah. Rangers, where they were like yeah, thirty yeah. years old, um, and it was literally like they changed every single time. And I said to him, I said to James, if they're Best move is to band together to create the massive morphing thing. Mm. Just do that. Yeah, that should yeah. just be your first. Yeah. Point yeah, of yeah. Call. My other
3: problem is like, like, even if it's even overkill. Even the
1: massive thing, they changed the head of it like twenty times.
3: And they all like changed, like rotate. Who was in the first? Yeah. Section. And it
1: doesn't show. It doesn't show the movie. Oh, so, so it'll just
2: cut, cut
3: to back the and to first, Yeah.
1: And you're like, how did it happen? Why <laughs> and
3: it's funny, like, because as a kid, you buy it. Yeah. But, like, yeah. at one point, like, so, like, when the monster comes, they're in their zords first, and then they ultimately have to assemble into one giant megazord so they can fight. I'm like, don't you think, five separate, mo- like, zords would be way more advantageous than one giant one? Because yeah. you can surround it and, like, take it down. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, the shows aren't, aren't good. But I still want to say this movie, like, you know, I think it would be I think one of so the original long Power is, it, so long is it's just not like... to jail. Bush yeah, oh, really? yeah, maybe. I saw Yeah. Really. To be into, <laughs> wow. To... We like we really get did. out of jail <laughs> Ringo. It didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: um so long as it's not I'll, I'll listen, I'll watch it. I don't so think long it's... as it's not morphing every single I don't like, think
3: it will be. Minute. Like i well, heard... in
0: or- the movie. It's an yeah. origins, isn't mm. it? Yeah, a... it is an origin
3: and I think what they're doing with it is that they're, they're like trying to feed the nostalgia of fans of the classic show but kind of translate to a, to a modern prism. So it's going to be like the Avengers version of Power Rangers yeah. or like the dark Avengers. Version. I mean,
0: I don't think it looks good. I, purely because, you know what? If I hadn't seen Transformers, if I hadn't mm. seen all the comic book films, I'd be up for this. But I've seen, I've seen Origins. Yeah. I've seen so many Origins now. I'm just it's like, I just
1: don't want to see him being like, Look, oh my god, yeah. look at my bag. Like, and, no and, and the, the movements yeah, are like so just, I don't
3: think it will. I think it seems so formulaic now. It's just like
0: attractive young actors going to school mm. in their like and they're probably about mid twenties these actors. Yeah. And then something happens to them and yeah. then they're gonna discover their powers in a hilarious scene.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, yeah. I'll still check it out. I'm I'm keen to see what they do. One of the guys I work with, he said he enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah. Um so I'll give it a go. But there
1: that... was a scene. There was a scene where an alien is using a computer.
0: <laughs> it's like. Sorry, in a library. In a library. <laughs> I imagine, like. He uh... had a
1: floppy disk and he's like <laughs> downloading the software of the computer.
0: Automatically, I think oh of like God. the aliens from The Simpsons or something yeah. like that.
1: Yeah, it looked like one of the aliens from the Cantina scene. Oh, and it's yeah. got like the little like clarinet. It looked yeah. like one of those aliens.
3: But um, I think that's like the only... Because there's not much coming out. I think Colossal's out next week, which I really want to see. Well, maybe we'll go back to some, one of our like top five um, historical...
0: You know, something that doesn't rely on a week's topic. Yeah, it, absolutely. You, know? like, you
3: can always pick something like that. We'll come that. up with a topic. I had a whole bunch of questions for tonight, like, you know, um, to relate to all the movies we discussed in the reviews. But unfortunately, it took us two hours to review everything. Yeah. <laughs> what are we running at? We're oh six. 2.06. This is a long podcast. It is a long episode. If you've got
0: made to this stage, well done. You get a prize. Well, you have to listen to it
3: one go, so... Yes, you do. Okay. This cannot be broken into segments. (laughs) Um, Any final thoughts before we head out today, guys? Thanks for dinner. No problem. I meant in relation to the show. but no, no. Because you say that off mic? You did say it off mic.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, just thought I'd acknowledge publicly that I come here and get fed. (laughs) It's
3: true, you do. Uh, That's going to do it for this week's show, guys. Uh... I'm James Chalmers, and as always, these are my lovely co-hosts. Say goodbye, guys.
1: See you later. Bye-bye. Catch you on the (laughs) flippity-flip. See you next week. Flippity-flip.